I said, yeah. I'm shot out of a cannon, man. I'm ready. Two weeks we were away. And uh, now I'm back and I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to do the show. I'm excited to entertain. That's my job. I'm an entertainer and I love it. I love to entertain. Uh, a lot has been going on in the last two weeks. A lot has happened. There was a very, very, of course, uh, let's call it more than serious story that I have to address. I would be remiss if I didn't. I'm, of course, talking about The Bachelor. Right. I know what you're <laughs> thinking. If the finale was insane, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh, what a what a yeah, train wreck. Is everybody waiting for your thoughts on The Bachelor? Well, I hope so. I'm <laughs> sure when people, when people watch The Bachelor finale, I'm sure they're like, "Let's." we can't wait for Howard to get back. Uh, this story has <laughs> been... You know, actually, when you talk about big stories and things that have happened, uh, maybe the biggest thing was the super blow. Wait a second. <laughs> super blow. That happened? It actually happened? I have an update. I'm almost thinking, like, maybe we start the show with Super Blow. I had, right. You know, that didn't even cross my mind in these two weeks, because I probably thought, oh, it's never going to happen. Super Blow. Robin, Super Blow. You're telling me there's an update. I do have an update. I was going to start with the Jeff the Drunk update. Uh, he, oh, yeah, but uh, which I tried to get to before we left on vacation. But uh, <laughs> we are here live. It's uh, it's exciting, and maybe I start with Super Blow. <laughs> Super Blow update. Yes. It was so far out of my mind when you first said Super Blow. I was like, "What is the Super Blow?" And then it, I realized, oh. It's right. uh, high pitch Eric and uh, Debbie the Cum. That's right, lady. Debbie the yes. Cum lady and high pitch Eric on the Super Blow. Oh, oh yeah! Road to the Super Blow. Oh, I'm fucking coming. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a great story and kind of a heartwarming story. So maybe heartwarming. Can... Of course. Wow. What do you think? What do you think? This show doesn't have a heart? Come on. Everyone knows it does. America's been on pins and needles. I just don't know how, how you could get some heart out of this. <laughs> America is on pins and needles with the Super Blow. Oh, yeah. Road to the Super Blow. Oh, I'm fucking coming. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. The whole movie is told in those three moments. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll start with that. I mean, it's so confusing. You know, when, you, when you're away from the radio for two weeks, I have such a huge agenda, so many things to get to that uh, it's almost paralyzing. I'm, it's like, oh, my God, right. what do I talk about? You understand, Robin? It's like one of those big menus in a restaurant, and you see right. uh, eight or ten things that you want to try, but you can only have one for one meal. You're like... Um, who is the greatest uh, philosopher of all time? You hit it right. It's like a giant menu. In fact, I added up all the things I need to talk about, and today's show will be 17 hours long. <laughs> it's going to be a marathon. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have diarrhea of the mouth. It's a uh, super blow. I, here's the order I put everything in. Okay. Super blow, the bachelor finale, 
And then maybe a little bit of Ukraine we'll get to. Uh, we'll oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, you've got to sandwich that between a couple of funny things. because no, no, I'm not going to talk about the Ukraine. I mean, everybody knows. <laughs> Vladimir Putin's a, a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah it's a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? These guys, you, you, you sit there and you bang your head into the wall. Why? 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 Blowing up innocent people. For what? The guy's already got a whole country he's running. He's a dictator. He can do whatever he wants. He's got all the power he wants. He even has... No, I didn't obviously know this. not, Howard. He doesn't have all the power and land that he wants. And he's, and then you read he's got a wife and three kids or something like that. Like you'd almost think he had a little bit of heart, but it's weird. He no, he doesn't like people at all. Apparently, he can bomb right. anyone. Bomb anyone. Well, and, all right. So everybody knows about that. And yeah. what am I going to yeah. say that hasn't already been said? Um, it's a horrible Except situation. Nobody said that the Russian people are also responsible for this. It's not just a Putin thing. Well, I'll tell you what the Russian people. I've got to be reeling from the fact that, uh, you know, conservative estimates say 7,000 Russian troops have died, possibly as high as 14,000. When they start seeing the bodies coming home in those body bags, we know it from Vietnam. There could be, there could start to be a real blowback on this guy. But I don't know. It, it never happens, you know, with these dictators. They put you down so thoroughly. Like if you just like even hold up a protest sign, they lock you in jail for 15 years. And you're like, oh, fuck, I should have kept my mouth shut. They're yeah, but effective. if everybody got together, maybe they'd find some courage. Hell, hell. Now, back I, I always in that say, country. well, I always say everybody get together. And then, you know, the one guy who doesn't get together is me. You. <laughs> the meeting started. Where's Howard? I'm like, leave that for everyone else. So proud of all of you. Go ahead. I'm just a leader who tells people what to do. All right. Let me get to the That's big sort story. Of like that, too. I know. I you and I talk a good game. Yeah, you and I are like two big blowhards. We don't do anything. <laughs> so sit here and pontificate. All right, listen. Let's get to the main event. Super Blow. Road to the Super Blow. Hi, Bobby. Are you proud of me? This story, you know, when I was preparing it for the show, it has so many twists and turns. It is so mind-blowing. It is so full of intrigue. It is so full of questions. That we might need two hours just for Super Blow. This is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Well, what else have we got to do? Let's spend two hours on Super Blow. We have a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robin, we have a lot to do. <laughs> While we were away, Debbie the Come Lady was supposed to blow Whack Packer High Pitch Eric in a hotel room in Florida. This is just to remind you. Mm-hmm. Debbie booked the hotel for three days, and she, she planned she on... was she picking up the tab for this whole everything. thing? Everything. Yes, yes. And her whole plan was to suckle Eric for three straight days. Uh, Eric was bragging that he was getting in shape. He'd even dropped a few pounds. He and was he wasn't practicing. masturbating, if he ever that, does. That's right. And uh, he was. his plan was to drop 10 loads a day. <laughs> Because everyone was saying that Eric would not be able to drop one load. Some people went as far as to say Eric is gay. You know, you don't, there's so many questions here. And the big question really is, did Eric come when he met Debbie the cum lady? And Debbie the cum lady, an attractive woman, oddly enough, you would think she was beastly the way she swallows cum and constantly needs it. 
No, it's quite the opposite. So this was quite amazing that Eric, who is big as an elephant, when he lays on his back, there's he's like Jabba the Hutt on steroids. And, and, and he's, he's, he's got a very tiny penis. It, it, it was just all mind-blowing. And every experience we've had with Eric in the past, when he did a porn and everything else, he never came. And he was saying he's going to come and he's going to come all over her face. Don't ask. He was talking very, very, he was talking a lot of shit is what he was I, talking. I think somebody put him up to that. Somebody told him what to say. How does he know what to say? Well, everyone wants to know what happened, including you, Robin, including me. I happen to well, know. Well, uh, you know, I, the one thing I want to also hit here is that Debbie considered this the challenge of a lifetime. Right. With and she Eric's said she, history. Yeah. And this is a woman who knows how to make guys come. You know, Robin. Yeah, so needed, she uh, was like, I'll be depressed and it might ruin me if I fail. You know, our own Robin uh, took blowjob lessons from a porn, uh, you know, uh, website. And, uh, you know, a lot of women, it doesn't come naturally to them. But this Debbie knows what she's doing. That, she was born to it. Right. Eric was her Mount Everest. And he is the size of Mount Everest, so it makes sense. <laughs> um, so so to, it's fair to say that, as Robin just said, Debbie's cum reputation was at stake. She had a lot of uh, ego involved in this because it was so public. She said she's into big guys, meaning fat guys. She thought it would be a challenge to get Eric to come, which is a major turn on to her. So um, this blowjob that we're talking about has been a decade in the making. Uh, Debbie called us literally, I think, 10 years ago saying, I want to blow Eric. And for some one reason or another, it never happened. Uh, Debbie has fantasized about blowing Eric since 2011. In fact, I pulled a clip. Listen to how excited she was. About the idea back in 2011 when she called what in. What happened was I was laying out and all of a sudden Eric's face pops in my head. And I was like totally, all of a sudden got very wet. I had to go back up to my cabin and got off. And I was thinking I had to have his cock in my mouth. I was sucking on my dildo, making believe it was Eric. And totally got me off. And to get the biggest load is really to milk the prostate, which that means that entails um, shoving your tongue and fingers up his ass and oh. will make him come like a hose. <laughs> like a hose. <laughs> I have a disgusting dream that one day. Oh, I will God, have man, my put... tongue and my finger. <laughs> One day I will have my tongue and finger up Eric's ass. <laughs> I have a dream. Anyway, she went. This woman uh, took it seriously. I mean, athletes don't train this long for the Olympics. Imagine I was thinking about her. Imagine if her dream had been to buy a hundred shares of Apple computers 10 years ago instead of dreaming about blowing eric she'd be a very wealthy woman but apple anyway computers apple stock is what you mean yeah apple apple stock she, the I computers can, she would have been broke <laughs> i see I, I see what you're saying very good Robin. Yeah. i can now exclusively report that blow job that the big blow job took place oh. okay that's the first i shocked I can now exclusively report that the blowjob took place. Eric met up with Debbie at a hotel in Florida on the night of Sunday, March 13th, and Debbie, in fact, blew him. That very night? That very night. 
So let's begin the uh, all the questions you have. Did Eric come? Is Eric gay? What is Debbie's assessment? What is Eric's assessment? Anyway, here in this first clip is um, Debbie the Come Lady reaching out to Sal Governale to explain how their first night went. Now, you will be shocked, Robin. And when I say shocked, this might be the most shocking episode of the Howard Stern Show in Stern Nation history. <laughs> That's right. Stern Nation, be prepared to be shocked. Robin, what is your best guess? You don't know anything about this blow job. Night Do you think one. Eric came? Night one, Eric Eric's hasn't been come. on the road, right. driving, That's smoking right. his cigars, doing his go. whole thing. Yep. And he gets to Debbie. I think he says he needs to uh, rest a while. Well, and she has the to talk job. him into. It. She has to talk him into. It. Well, do you think he comes or not? No. You say no. No. You know, Robin. You think you know, but you have no idea. Get ready for the most shocking conclusion to this eleven-year story. If, if Harry King, oh, 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 that feels fucking good. Super blow. Oh fuck yeah, my dick is wet, 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 wet. I'm gonna wet, say wet. he has learned a magic trick, and it wasn't really coming. It wasn't really okay. All right, well here we go. <laughs> uh, I, okay, here it is. This is Debbie talking about the first night and describing blowing Eric. After dinner, we went back to the hotel, and I... Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Uh -oh. I blew it. I'm so excited and so out of practice, I blew it. <laughs> You're Thank jumping you. ahead. No, we need to every, know. every detail. All right. What happened was I was laying out, and all of a sudden, Eric's face popped in my head. And oh, no, I was right. The confusion continues. Oh. No, here we are. Here it is. I was correct. I corrected myself, and I was correct. So the Eric excitement. had to have dinner before anything. <laughs> well, come on. He took a long trip. All right. <laughs> let's find out if Eric had a load. After dinner, we went back to the hotel, and I showed him all the ass toys I brought. And as he was laying on the bed, he had a huge smile on, and he told me he was getting hard just seeing those toys. He took down his pants. Eric was hard as a rock. And let me tell you, Eric is not small. He has a nice size head, good shaft, everything, great cock. And so I started sucking on his head nice and hard, running my tongue all up and down his shaft. Eric was moaning. I was moaning. Everything was going great. I was blowing on it. He had no odor at all. I had the motion lotion on it, and he was loving it. Now, let me tell what? you something. Let me tell you something. If you think Debbie and Eric are putting us on, which you could be thinking, Robin, you could be saying, yeah, maybe they're talking a lot of shit. They, they sent us actual video of this. And I have to oh tell you something. Uh, I watched the video for, I lasted up probably 30 seconds. I was going to say, is, I'm sorry. You had to watch the video. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to maybe even show you some, but <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I got to think about it. You have to think so, about it. First of all, Eric was hard as a rock, as Debbie explains. Uh, when I say hard, he has a very strange cock, but it was there. I mean, it was in the room. It was when it's hard. You it know, when wasn't like you had to go looking for it. No, like we've no, always it was heard. there. 
it looked like um like a pony. You ever see like a pony, like like a horse, but not a horse, but like a like a tiny little curved. I I what the Sal? Do you watch the video? What does Eric's dick look like? It's weird. It looks like it almost looks like you know an alien when the alien first comes out of the belly. Like it was just odd. It it, it didn't look like it was proportionally. Curves. Yeah, and it curves in. And, and it looks it like, yeah, it curves strange. towards his it curves towards his chin when he's laying on his back. Yeah, it's and like it, this. Yeah. yeah. And then it it um it looks you like mean, it's like it's is it is it bent or is it Yeah, bent. A, and oh wow. Yeah, it's curved. It's curved back and and well I probably have to show this to you, but <laughs> I, I, but 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 also uh, it looks like a penis that is straining very much to get right. every every little centimeter out to 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 make it big. You know, it looks okay, like okay. So it's it's working as hard as it can to be as big as it can. Yeah, it's a lot of it, struggle there. Right now, like it, it looks like the penis wants to leave his body, like it's stretching <laughs> to, to get off of him. Like it's like you know. Yeah, yeah. Like when I would it's go to the gym, very very strange. When I would go to the gym. I, uh, there was a rack you could stretch on. And, and the reason they put me on it, I always walk hunched over because I'm so tall. And they'd mm-hmm. put me on it and put my hands over my head and they'd strain me up, like stretch me to stand up straight. It was like Eric's penis is being stretched on a rack. It's weird. <laughs> and a huge belly. And, and, and then I was looking at him and he's laying there naked and his huge belly is there and his little cock is like straining upwards. And I'm like, all that money wasted on gastric bypass surgery, the taxpayer yes. dollars. Well, I was thinking about that over the holiday. I was like, yeah, Eric had gastric bypass surgery on the taxpayers. And it was a total waste of time. What a waste of time. I, I could have saved the taxpayers money. But okay. Anyway. And he was completely naked. He had no shame. He wasn't no, even no on a shame. t-shirt. <laughs> no shame whatsoever, which is <laughs> shocking. And by the way. I didn't watch much of the video, Sal, but from the part I saw, Debbie the cum lady's in really awesome shape. Good looking woman, or am I wrong? Beautiful. No, Howard, you are you are one hundred percent correct. I mean, she is gorgeous. And, and in good she's shape, in great and big shape. tits. The works. Yeah. And he's laying on the bed flat on his back with that dick of his. And she is working on it. And and here, here at least let me play you some audio first. Of the actual blowjob. This is actual audio from the tape they sent. Here you go. This is from the first night. Oh. Mm. Uh. I want you to like, I want you to enjoy this moment. Like, uh, come on, Eric, give me what I want. Dude, there's that thing that was about to come. Because mm-hmm. it felt like it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're about to come and it feels like mm-hmm. it. Oh, come on, Eric. No, no, let's take a break. Huh? Let's take a little break. I don't want to So, as you heard, Eric Eric needed a little break. That's okay. But I got to tell you. Well, he felt like he was coming. Do you take a break? (laughs) I don't know what he's doing. I I think he had to take a bathroom. It's a very chatty blowjob session. Let's put it that way. And Eric was doing most of the talking. Sal, I noticed as, as a man. Her yes. technique looked fantastic. Like, I think I would have come in five seconds. Howard, we're men. We've day. watched, we have watched, what, thousands and thousands of hours of porn. We've seen thousands right. of hours of blowjobs. This lady is head and shoulders above everyone else. She was Even uh, all the porn women, she, she 
outdoes yeah. anybody you've ever seen. Well, first yes. of all, I'll tell you why she outdoes anyone you've ever seen. First of all, she's blowing disgusting Eric. <laughs> I mean, it is. It, I, I, I wonder if I should show you the video. She Look, really I, I need, first of all, she doesn't get, she doesn't have an odd reaction to this bent cock or curved cock. No, She's no. Like, she dives right in. So, dives right in. Robin, she is using manipulations of the hand. I mean, she's willing to stick her fingers up his asshole, but she's rubbing his dick with the lotion. For me, if you put that lotion on my dick and give it a couple of tugs, that's it. We're done. Right. You can go, you can go home, go to bed. Your night's over. That's it. You've done your job. So, okay. So the big question is, first night, did Eric come from the first blowjob of the trip? Here's Debbie with the answer. Here is Debbie with the answer. No, he did not come. But there's still time. We're going to be together tonight again and tomorrow night. I'm going to be getting in some major ass play. I have this big black ass toy that Eric seemed to really like and want me to use on him. He had a huge smile from one cheek to the other when he saw it. He was getting hard just seeing it. Wow. So how does that work? Well, once I put it in, it curves in and it vibrates. It vibrates up his ass and also on his taint once it's all the way in. It's about four inches long. And I will make him come. I'm confident. Now, that was only night one. Now, I got to tell but you. I, I want to say I was right. I said no. You were right. You were right. You, Robin, you're going to get a trophy after this. <laughs> you were so right. I want to win. <laughs> I, you always want to win. I know that about you. You win. You win. Don't worry. You won. Um, so Eric asked to take a break, but they never resumed. Ah, uh, see, he's my <laughs> wait, guy. Wait, wait, I'm wait, riding wait. this horse all the way. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to get to a full interview of you, but just answer me this one question up front. Why did you yeah. ask for the Why did you ask for the break? Because because it was taking like ten minutes, and I was getting so because she was like drilling into me, and I was getting so tired. All right. So, in other words, you said to Debbie, "I need to take a break," but it turned into, "Hey, I don't want my blowjob right now." Right. Right. She didn't wait. She was going like, like she, she, I mean, it felt so good. Don't get me wrong, but we had to take a little break. Well, let me ask you something. You say you were getting tired. I, I noticed in the video you're laying on your back. I mean, how exhausting yeah, wh- can that what be? What were you getting tired of? <laughs> what were you tired from? Like, like I mean, it was getting it was, it was me a long time to come, so we had All to right. take a break. Eric, didn't you say in the uh, uh, when we heard you there, you said, "I feel like I'm going to come." You know how that feels, Robert. Don't play stupid with me, okay? Well, I I am stupid. I don't understand (laughs) if you feel like you're going to come. Why you don't come, Eric? I'm going to put you on hold for a second because I want to finish the story and then I want to do a full interview of you. Okay? Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. I just needed a, an answer on that. Sounded he like he was back. gargling cum when he first started. <laughs> and this and this Debbie the cum lady was doing so much. You talk about who should have been tired. I mean, she was oh. going at this thing. She was tugging on that taffy like forever. <laughs> I uh, thought she needed like an, a neck brace or an ambulance after this blowjob. I mean, she was really putting it all in. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so so uh, it sounded like Eric was really enjoying himself. 
And uh, back then we we said we said Eric, why couldn't you finish? And this was his immediate answer. Well, I, I just know I haven't done it in a long time. I haven't gotten a blowjob in a long time, so maybe that's why it took me longer than usual. Because usually, usually I come right away. Now, Eric, if you don't come tonight, have you thought about maybe closing your eyes and thinking about Donnie Wahlberg blowing you? Uh, let me see. I will think of I'll think of John Stamos. And thinking of John will help you come. Yes. Now, I don't think, Robin, you could handle seeing the video. I know I couldn't. I don't think you could handle seeing the video of Eric getting a blowjob, but do you want to see some stills so you can really see okay. what's going on? Th that sounds like something All I right. might be able to handle. All right. I have some stills now, and you'll see Robin maybe can describe. There's oh. Eric taking, that's Eric taking his pants down, Robin. What a sexy book. All right. And, and uh, here's Eric <laughs> with his. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, that's his big belly. There's Eric. There's Eric. Oh. That's Debbie the Come Lady uh, moving in for uh, the action. Okay. And Eric is is got his arms folded, you know, resting on his head, just like yes, do me. I'm very important. <laughs> that's Debbie blowing Eric, as you can see. Debbie's yeah. There. You oh, see, there. And it you is. see the penis. There it is. There it's it surprisingly, is. Surprisingly, uh, yeah. surprisingly, well, there's something there. Well, it's not huge. I mean, she said no. it was. You know, it's it's there, but it's. <laughs> All right, but it's more than you thought. Let's let's be honest. Okay, I'll give right. you that. By the way, uh, just to describe the scene here in studio, Fred is masturbating while we're looking at the pictures, <laughs> which is really strange. Is he strange. going to come now? <laughs> yeah, oh, Fred came already. <laughs> Fred has no problem. Um, all right. So now let me finish the story because people are curious uh, with the uh, big super blow. Super let's, blow. Yeah, let's go to day two. Debbie tried again the very next day. Do you think on day two? Now, don't forget, Robin, Eric hasn't come for weeks. He's been in training. Sal even thinks he takes Viagra. Is that right? Because he looked That's very correct. red in the face, very flush. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh. well, that yeah. is another detail. Yep. But now it's day two. Eric's had his sleep. He didn't have the long drive. He wants his blowjob. He says he's ready. He's all set. Do you think Eric came on day two? Let me ask first of all. Sure. Because, you know, if somebody's got unlimited blowjobs waiting for them. Right. I know one of you guys would have had her there in the morning. Absolutely. I would have, uh, yes. <laughs> she would have stayed I overnight. Her, she would, yeah. I would have handcuffed <laughs> myself to her, Rob. <laughs> Are you uh, kidding yeah. me? <laughs> so right. did Debbie stay the night or did she have to I leave and come back? I don't even know. Do you know, Sal? Yes, I do. They stayed the night. They spent the night together. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yes, they, slept, sweet. they slept in the same bed. Uh, surprise, Eric did snore, but he did not fart while he was asleep. All right, you the bed. Sure. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't you think of he, like you know that um, sudden infant death syndrome where right. you're sleeping with some big person yeah. and they just she he rolls on Debbie and she just dies. Well, anyway, uh, the question is, Robin, woman. did did Debbie did did Debbie get Eric to come the second day? All right.
Come on. Just give me your answer. Oh, you're uh, asking me. I thought we were right. going to listen to the tape and no, find out. Did I'm he come the you. second day? That's no. Right. You say no. <laughs> no. All right. Here we go. This is day two now of this uh, extravagant weekend of Super Blow. Deb, evening one was a failure. How did evening two go? We went out for dinner again. After dinner, back to the hotel. Eric was dying for a blowjob, didn't want the prostate toys. I blew him, sucked him off as hard as I can, rubbed his cock between my tits, tit-fucked him, sucked his balls, and unfortunately, again, Eric did not come. Two days in a row and no come. What was going through your mind, Deb? Depression. Very sad because him telling me it's right there and I couldn't get him to come. And what's your plans for tonight? Maybe use more motion lotion. Uh, use the vibrator longer. He definitely loves that. And, um, you know, again, uh, just try harder. Eric was baffled by his inability to come. And here is his explanation on day two. Here we go. Another explanation from poor Eric. I never came again. Why? I don't know. Maybe I'm so backed up. Yeah, but Eric, when you're backed up, it's actually easier to come. Maybe it's just my nerves. I don't know. Maybe it's my nervous system. Did you try thinking of John Stamos? Yes, I did. Eric, your original goal was five to ten loads per day. Are you hoping to at least get one in within three days? I hope so. Wow. <laughs> and he even thought of John Stamos. Maybe Stamos yeah. doesn't do it. Maybe Stamos is losing his looks. Uh, what's going on He's going to pull here? out the big guns, Donnie Wahlberg, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. see if that does it. Uh, wow. Eric, day two, and you didn't come. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. What do you think's going on, Eric? Can you be real for a minute? Um, yes, that can be real. It's probably all the medications I take. Can I say something? And I don't, yeah. again, I don't think this is a bad thing to say. I think it's a good thing. I think you got to come to grips that you need to get a blowjob from a man. And no, I think don't you say that. I think you'd come in a second. No. How do you know? Because the blowjob from Debbie. Oh, my God. Howard, it was great. She used to vibrate it on my cock. The most, but, but, fascin uh, the most fascinating thing. You say that you come at home when you masturbate. I don't believe you. I think you're lying. I'm not. Hmm. All right. Hold the line. I'm going to get... Hold on, because there's more story to tell. There's more story to tell, and then I'll do a full interview of Eric and Debbie the cum lady. But you need to know the whole story. And let me tell you something. This is very shocking. Road to the Super Blow. So far, the only thing that I've been wrong about was he, he did get it up. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I didn't even I tell think you. that would happen. Uh, my, I lost a fortune on whether he'd get it up or not, so I'm out of the running. <laughs> I'm in the hole. Uh, so here we are, day three, and uh, I won't even bother you with an ask. Uh, sadly, Eric did not come again. Right. And he, and here was poor Debbie's closing statement, because you know how much was on the line for her personally with all of this. And it's uh, it's rather sad. So 
get ready with tissues? Um, I did my best. It's definitely a blow mentally to me. It hurts. It's going to take a while to get over this. Uh, I'm distraught. What are your future plans? I do want to see Eric again. I am going to get to New York. I can't let it go. I, I can't have this over my head. What do you think could be the reason if it isn't you? Um, I kind of thought maybe since he liked the prostate toys that there's a possibility he can be bisexual, which I told him there's nothing wrong with that. When I just showed him the ass toys, I was really surprised for him to just get a huge boner just seeing the toys. My assessment of this is uh, this lovely Debbie the cum lady gave it 110%. Yeah. And I'll say this. Unfortunately, Eric is 110% into dudes, in my opinion. <laughs> and uh, that 110% knocked out the other 110%. And uh, Well, we uh, can't get a straight answer from Eric. I don't think he comes ever. Eric uh, told Debbie that he can come when he jerks off. So Debbie suggested that he jerk off in her mouth, and he declined to do that. And that's my first question. And let me get both of these two. Let's get, uh, let's get these two on the phone. Um, hold on, Eric, and let me bring up Debbie. Yes. Okay, Eric. You say you come at home. Come on. Is that true? Yes, it is, Howard. What happens when you come? I want to see if you understand the concept. I take my right hand, and I play with my dick by myself, and then I come. What is come? What does that mean? What does it look like? White. White. And it comes out of your penis? Yes, it does. You've seen it? Yes. You told me the other day you've never seen it. it come on, I've seen it. You said you didn't see it. it it's white, Howard. Come on. Did you see it? I want the truth. Swear on your mother's life that you saw your own cum. I swear on my mother's life I see my own cum. All right. Debbie, why do you think Eric wouldn't jerk off into your mouth? Well, I asked him um, to do that, and we would take a picture of his load on my tongue, and he told me um, he's really not good at that. And I said to him, so you really don't jerk off? And he said, no. And oh there's God. nothing to be ashamed about that with Eric. It's, it's really not a big deal. People don't jerk off. Some don't. Nothing to be ashamed about. Ah, Eric, you don't jerk off. Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But it was hard for me to come. I don't know why it couldn't come that time. I mean, I saw what Debbie was doing in a video, and it was a rather long video. I couldn't watch the whole thing. I mean, in terms of uh, as a man, what I saw her doing to your penis, I would have come 50 times. Well, why do you think I could have come? You think it was the lack of medication? I told you, I think you're into dudes. I'm Eric, this is 100% of the time. We've had you in this position a few times, and you have never performed. Well, Medications gonna... don't have anything to do with it. I am going medications. Yeah, she has people on medication. In fact, uh, she overdosed once blowing a guy. (laughs) Let me let me say this. And there's another issue on the table. This is how I told you this is the most mind blowing Stern Nation episode ever. I told you you wouldn't believe it in a bigger twist in a bigger twist. I am going to play you exclusive tape right now from a podcast 
where Eric decided to go on this podcast called the KVJ After Show in Florida. Eric told the host that he came twice while he was with Debbie. So listen he lies all the time. Listen you know to the tape. Was, listen, know, Eric. Listen, Eric. Hold it. No, listen to the tape you know first. I, no, listen to the tape. Eric, listen uh, to the tape first. I'm I'll tell you why I did that. Eric. Okay. Hold on. So I'm laying there with my cock up in the air. <laughs> and there she's driving me like a horse, like giving me a blowjob. Yeah. Putting the sensation lotion on, which feels great. Then she used the vibrator on my cock, too. Made me come faster. How long? Did it take? Well, five seconds I came. Really? Five seconds? Yeah. Whoa. Then I put my balls, my penis between her tits. Titty fucked her. <laughs> came in two seconds. <laughs> so you've come twice and we're at seven seconds. <laughs> yes. And she said out of all the guys that she has been with, yeah. I had the biggest cock of all. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. She's so, she's so impressed. This is more shameful than not coming. The lying. You know, Howard, you uh, know, you you know why I did that? All right. To throw the to throw the fans off, so that way I would say the truth for you. Well, look. First of all, Eric, uh, the whole thing is rather sad. I feel sad for you. And I why, and I told you why? Because why? Because I couldn't come. Yeah, I mean, my God, there's no better feeling in the world than coming. And uh, De- from what I could see, what Debbie, first of all, Debbie's, it looks good. She's in nice shape. Debbie, at she any point. Great. She is beautiful looking. Debbie, did you get nude during the blowjob at all? The part I saw, you had clothes on, it looked like. Yeah, I did take my shirt off. He, I did rub my tits on his cock. I did tit fuck him. Nothing happened. In fact, he got soft. He did like the ass toy that I was rubbing on his cock. He enjoyed those ass toys very much. When you, did you ever, did you, you say ass toys. Did you put those ass toys up his ass at all? He, he didn't want me to do that. He didn't want me to, he didn't even let me get to his ass or his taint. Um, but he, he did love me rubbing the, the ass toy around his cock, on his cock. He wanted me to continuously do that. He was getting yeah. gorgeous looking at those. Well, think about it. The ass toy is the shape of a penis. Yeah. And he wanted a penis rubbing his penis. Yeah. Exactly. Eric, you understand what I'm saying, right? Not offhand, no. All right, what I'm saying is you got off on the ass toy, which is a penis-shaped thing, playing with your penis. With the vibrator. Yeah. yeah. The shape of a cock. And that's how good when she did it. And it also looked good like another cock. You see what I'm saying? But listen, it was her doing it, and that felt great. Why didn't you let her put her tongue on your taint and on your asshole? I would imagine that would have been mind-blowing. I I don't know. I never had a woman do that to me. Oh, what's the problem? You finally got one that's, well, she's one in a billion. There ain't going to be another one that's going to want to put her tongue up your ass. Yeah, he thinks there's a line, I guess. (laughs) He'll do it with the next one. Yeah, maybe another one. (laughs) Howard, let me ask you a question. Why do you think I didn't come? Do you think maybe it was like all the the 20 medications I'm on? No, as Debbie You just asked that about 50 times, Eric, and every time the answer's been no. 
I, I, Debbie was, you were hard. Debbie was blowing you the expertly, in my opinion. She was tugging on that thing for three days. It's got to be you're into men. I'm not into give, men. I'll tell you why. I never saw you more excited. You didn't need any Viagra when, when Chris Wilding was in the room near you. That's number okay. one. Okay. Number two, Donnie Wahlberg, when you see him on TV, you jerk off. Right. You claim three. anyway, you jerk off. That's right. Number three. Number three. You, 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 you referenced the second I said it to you. What do you think about John Stamos? I mean, John Stamos is a dude. And you know what? I'm going to ask Chris to step up for the show. Chris, can you mind coming on camera? Uh, you say you could make Eric come in less than five minutes, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad for Debbie, and I don't want to put her on the spot or, or cast any aspersions at her, but I, I could make this guy come in five minutes. I mean, it, no, you it's, can't. I'm sure you I, can. I could, Eric. <laughs> Believe me, I could. No, I'm pretty can't. sure I've made you come over the phone just talking to you. I don't think you can make me come. Mm, pretty Call it a hunch. Call it a hunch. I'm going make you come. Eric, no, tell the can't. truth. When you were having phone sex with Chris, you came. Well, I listen. I think I can, I think I, I think I can come with Debbie over the uh, phone rather than Chris. No, 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 no. You no. had Debbie right there. How come? Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you masturbate in front of her and then shoot it into her mouth? Well, maybe it was it was our first time meeting, and maybe we Chris. Were, maybe maybe Chris, maybe, do you want to welcome? Do you want to welcome Eric into gay life and like? I really yeah. do, and I hope you accept it because I no, think you I'm have this notion. I'm not gay. I'm not. Gay. I think you have this notion that gay is a bad thing, um, and you shouldn't. You know, I have a pretty good life, and uh, I think you'd be welcome with open arms, especially into the gay bear community, which I think you'd fit into nicely. So I do want to no, welcome listen, you. I, I'm, not, I'm not gay because I had a, such a hard cock to Debbie. I'm not gay. Let me ask well, you something, you would, Eric. Yeah. Eric. If uh, Chris jerks, would you let Chris jerk you off to see if you're gay? No. For you're science. kidding me. <laughs> it's All an right. experiment. Yes. Well, it's strictly an experiment. He's willing to come over there and jerk you off. Well, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> you know, I know he wanted you to. I know well, maybe, Chris, studio. you're not gay. Now you're back again. You know, Eric. listen, Robin. I've come from a woman blowing me, so Eric's <laughs> oh. gayer than I am, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All right, listen, our reporter, Debbie. I know how shocking this was. We did send our reporter to cover things and have an eye, uh, you know, a, a great view. I'm going to open the door now and let in uh, Dan Rather. <laughs> Mr. Rather, what did you observe? What did you see? He, Dan Rather is a famous war correspondent, and uh, he was on assignment at the hotel with Eric and Debbie and wants to give us a report. Go ahead, Dan. Howard, I have broadcasted live for 58 hours, covering 9-11, witnessing unspeakable carnage, bodies plummeting to their demise. But what I witnessed in that hotel room will leave me scarred for a lifetime. Wow. Wow, Mr. Rather. Can you give us a first-hand report on what you saw? Well, here are some things I witnessed. At first, I thought Deborah had a goatee. It turned out to be the dried semen of a gentleman caller. And the stench of onion coming from Eric's testicles still clings to my nose hairs. Wow. You know, Howard, I, I also witnessed seven astronauts 
torn to pieces as the Challenger space shuttle burst into flames due to a faulty O-ring. But this, this turned my stomach into knots. Wow. As I enter the room... (laughs) Go ahead, Howard. <laughs> I'm saying worse than the Challenger because I remember <laughs> when the Challenger blew up, it was a devastating. I mean, you really sound broken, Mr. Rather. I don't think I can recover from this. You know, I've, wow. I've witnessed one of the largest mass graves in northern Bosnia. Hundreds of skeletons strewn about. This was ten times worse. Wow. wow. What was so was... bad about it? I mean, was it just seeing Eric laying there on his back with his bulbous belly? It all comes together. It was it was like a painting, a heronious Bosch painting. You've seen it where it just covers every every facet of, of humanity, the, the good, the bad, and the absolutely horrible. There was an entire table filled with phallic objects for, for <laughs> anal pleasures, dildos, carrots, cucumbers, a ham sandwich. There was a Masters of the Universe action figure. I thought I saw a rotary phone. I don't know if it, if that was here already, but um, there was a Bible that you find in every hotel room. I assume it was for the hotel room, but it was on display. A 3D printed Donnie Wahlberg statuette and a, strangely, a Civil War cannonball. In your professional opinion, is Eric gay? Howard, listen, I, I can't answer that completely. Question: I I try to leave my personal views at home. I'm a journalist. Right. I'm only observing what I see to be the present reality. But I am questioning my very existence at this point. I mean, what kind of <laughs> God would allow this? All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Rather. Very uh, stand by, Mr. Rather. I go back to high pitch, Eric. Eric, Mr. Rather uh, paints a rather depressing picture. This hotel room, the smells, the the, the disappointment of humanity. Um, you know, the only good news was Mr. Rather didn't get cummed on, which is fortunate. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing no like that did. around. So. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing unhygienic about it. Uh, well, Eric, Debbie, said, Debbie said it smelled really good. Debbie, okay, tell me the to... truth. Tell me the truth. Yeah. All right. Was... Uh, tell yeah, me the okay, truth. I... Let me Allow me to ask the question, if I may. And I know you're traumatized. When um, talk about the smell, I mean, Eric is very large. I can't imagine he was constantly bathing over the course of three days. Certainly the smell got worse over three days. Yeah, I was trying to, first of all, again, not to hurt any feelings, but while I was there, I was trying to mentally and physically boost Eric up. Yes, Eric does have a smell of pee to him before he takes off his clothes and the cigar smells um he doesn't bathe that much but he puts a ton of cologne on and just uh, constructive uh, criticism constructive uh, criticism of eric you, you need to wash the cigar smell off first before putting on cologne because it's kind of like it's a, it's like a choking you, you it's very like a, between the cigarette smell and the cologne and the pee it's a little too much but like I said, I was trying to mentally, physically boost Eric up. Just a little. To do whatever I could do. <laughs> so, Eric, there it is. I mean, Eric, did you, be honest with me, while you were in Florida, over the course of three days, did you have any bowel movements? Yes, I did. I used my baby wipes. I showered. And you showered? Small, yes. Was and there any my- movements, were there any bowel movements where you said, oh, fuck it, I'm not getting in this shower again, and then Debbie would blow you after you hadn't really wiped all that well? Absolutely not. I wiped really well. 
All right, but there were times. Because does he shower and pee? Because that was the constant that there was the odor of pee. Yeah, why? Why the odor of pee, Eric? What's going on there? Do you dribble a lot into your underpants? Uh, not that I know of. All right. What what I suspect is happening is after you pee, there's some dribble, and it gets all over your balls and everything, and then you lock it up in that underwear, and uh, it's all trapped to, to like a big petri dish. <laughs> Oof. You know, it's trapped in the folds too. I'm sure. Yeah. Howard, I've got to add. I've got to add this. The farm animals in the Narang village smelled better than Eric. <laughs> I had to put Vicks, rape, uh, Vicks uh, vapor rub all on my upper lip just to cover the smell. You know, I even witnessed the effects of Soviet nerve gas on Afghan soldiers in 1980. It was much less brutal than what Eric's testicular odor did to my nostrils. <laughs> Debbie, the, the, Debbie the, the odor of Eric with the pee and the cigars and then putting cologne over it, I can only imagine. Did you find at times you needed to sort of like back off and get some fresh air? Yeah, it got it got to a point like I was saying it's like exasperating because it was it was too much. And um it, yeah, I had to take a break sometimes. So that's kind of why why I had to stop too. Were you were you st- becoming too much? Were you still willing to put your tongue up his ass even though there were some suspicious odors? I had to make him come whatever I did and I was willing to do that because I wanted to make him come whatever I had to do. I was Why do you it. think why do you think Eric wouldn't take a little bit of finger play down there by his asshole? I think he was worried what I might find. Um, uh-huh. He isn't that yep. clean. Who knows? Thank you. you know, Thank you. If, if you are I clean, think, you have I, no shame. You take it all off. I think Eric was afraid you'd pull out a plum. No, no not, not true. <laughs> Eric, Eric. I mean, guys that are kind of embarrassed to take their clothes off or their pants, I, I think they are worried that there's an odor down there or a smell. Again, just constructive criticism. This is all I'm saying. Not your feelings. Well, well, wonder. Well, I the last night I was fully naked. You were not fully naked, Eric. You didn't take your underwear down. You did not let me get to your taint or your ass. Wow. We have it on video. Howard, you know, Eric couldn't see his own penis, but we could definitely smell it. (laughs) I've been at more pleasant smelling autopsies. (laughs) I had to put cigarettes in both of my nostrils. You know, I've even I've even lost 28 pounds from endlessly retching at the devastating odor. Hold on a second. (laughs) Poor Dan, rather. My God, I'm still recovering. Uh, High pitch. Yes. You you didn't pull your underwear off during the blowjob? I pulled it halfway down. Like why? Why didn't you take your underwear off and relax? I I don't know. You know why? You're not being honest. I want you now to tell me the real reason you didn't take your underwear off. I pulled it halfway down. Why didn't you take it all the way off? Eric, you didn't put it even down to your balls. I couldn't even get to your balls. Wow. Eric? Well, I pulled pulled my underwear towards my knees. Right. And why didn't (laughs) you take it? No, you didn't. You had it up around your your butt because she couldn't even see your balls. It was cupped right under your penis. Debbie, what do you think the reason is? 
Well, like I said, I think he was worried about the smell, the odor. He might have been complexed about it. Um, that's the only that's the reason I've spoken to other guys about this um, and got their assessments of it. Medications, let me just tell you, a lot of guys at our age are on medications has nothing to do with it. Um, and like Chris was saying, Eric, I, I think you're a little embarrassed to say that you might be gay, might be bisexual. Again, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. Um, you know, well, there's really nothing wrong. Listen. You do not have a full hard on cocky. We get hard a little bit and then go soft. Uh, a guy, normally, mm. a guy that doesn't receive a blowjob in years is ready to go. Well, I was there the whole time, the whole day, all night. You wanted to do it once a day. You normally, a guy that, like I said, that hasn't got it. As soon as I touch their cock, they are coming. You know, it, it shouldn't have been that hard. It shouldn't have been that difficult for you to come. Again, you haven't received it in years. I've spoken to guys. If they haven't received a blowjob in a month, they're ready to explode when I touch their cock. Of course. So, Eric, were you not attracted to Debbie? I, I saw a very attractive woman on, you know. She's, listen, as soon as, as soon as she took the toys out, as soon as I saw her, as soon as, as, soon as we started, I got very hard. And I said, to, I said to myself, she's so beautiful. I got so hard. You got, she got a gorgeous body, toys, Eric. <laughs> she has, she was, does have. She has a beautiful body, yes. And she's got big titties, and uh, you know, she's working the mouth and the hands. My God, I don't think. I mean, I Howard, can't imagine a, 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 a yes. I have a question for Debbie. Debbie, after all of these years of blowing so many men, has ever a man asked you to take a break? No, no, they're ready to keep going. They're telling me it feels so good, and it, they're holding back, and they're wanting me to keep going and not stop. No, not at all. Are you kidding? Eric, let me ask you this, and maybe you're being a gentleman, but it's time to come clean. Did Debbie smell like urine? Maybe you uh, returned. Was there anything that turned you off about Debbie? No, no not at all. <laughs> Except that she's a woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Rather, you said Debbie's very attractive. She's very, very, very attractive. And I've got to say, I made an observation. Eric's penis would inflate and deflate constantly like a windsock. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't stay hard. he didn't stay hard completely. And like I said, he loved the ass toys when I was rubbing the, 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 the um, ass toy in his cock. He was loving that. Um, you know, like I said, this is my assessment. I've been with a lot of guys. It, it, it shouldn't have been this difficult, and especially since he hasn't received it in years. And I was there. Usually a guy wants to get three or four when I'm there the whole day. Right. And they know they're not going to be getting it for another few years. You I know, was there. Eric didn't De want it. Debbie, there's so much wisdom in my audience. Let me open the phones up and see if anybody has a theory as to what happened with Eric. Uh, <laughs> Eric claims he is not gay. He, I'm he, not. You, but Eric, don't you want Chris to give you a hand job? You always said you wanted that with no, him. No, I don't. I, but Debbie said she's coming to New York, New York in October, and October's yeah. the World Series. Why don't we do a World Series blow? Well, it's I mean, my useless. God. Yeah, Leave, Debbie does me, all the work, and nothing happens. Leave this poor woman. You know, this is what happens when gay guys don't come out of the closet. They can they can get married. No, they can I'm ruin a woman's gay. life. I'm not gay. Chris, I'm not Eric gay. says he's not gay, uh, but I I remember I'll, you you I'll didn't try, you? I'll, I'll try this again in October when she comes. What's going to change in October? 
the season. It's going to be colder <laughs> <out> my work. <laughs> my point is, Eric, I saw you with Chris Wilding in my studio. You wanted him so badly. You even threw him down in a car, practically raped him. Um, oh, I forgot you know to what I mean? about that. I know. I haven't. I've been traumatized. Oh, man. I, I mean. Debbie's a much prettier person than Chris. Yeah, but Eric, um, I couldn't get you to I come. agree. Let's so, hear from I mean, our you audience. You didn't try to jump on Debbie like you tried to jump on Chris. Yeah, Eric. No, not at all. Not Chris, if, I, if, I jumped, if I jumped on Debbie, I would hurt her because of my size. Eric, Look at Chris. You'd hurt him, too. Let's talk to queen. Will. Let's talk to Will from New York, who maybe there's wisdom here. Yes, Will, go ahead. Hey, now, Howard. First time, long hey, time. Great. This guy was given a golden opportunity, and he fucking blew it. Figuratively, not literally. It's un- yep. unreal. She's a damn little me- distressed now. I, I need a Debbie Zumba. <laughs> Let me You're tell you something. <laughs> I got to tell you, from what I saw in the video, and Sal, you saw the video. Yes. I don't think I ever saw a woman give a, a better blowjob than this woman does. I got to be honest. I mean, even if I was a gay man, the physical manipulations that she put through Eric's uh, penis, I, I would think would make you come. I think she Truly could make amazing. Chris come. I do. And, I really and, do. And you know, Howard, what's amazing about that video is Eric has such a big belly that Debbie has to really get in there at a very strange angle to blow him, and she still manages to do it beautifully. Debbie, I noticed... Let me just say something. I knew the moment Debbie said on the first night they had to have dinner first (laughs) how this was going to go. Well, Robin, we've established you won in spades. Do not even think that for a minute we we forgot that you won. If a guy is really desperate for a blowjob and he's traveling all that way, you don't have dinner first. Right. Uh, Drinks. Good point. Yeah. No. Uh, By the way, yeah, you get her right up to the room before she changes her mind. Uh, Debbie. (laughs) Yeah, Eric. Why did you go for dinner? When you knew you could have a blowjob right upstairs. That's a very good question. Because I had a long drive. And, you know, we were both hungry. So we needed something to eat. You know, Eric, blowjobs prioritize over food. I mean, like I said, a heterosexual guy is not going to worry about food. He's going to want to get going. Right, then eat after. I've been with a lot of guys. I know this. Let me tell you something. If there was a woman waiting to blow me, I wouldn't turn to her and go, hey, please, let's have dinner first. What I would do is I'd get my blowjob, have dinner, and then get back for, for, for you know, for dessert. For another blowjob. That's right. Do you, you understand what I'm saying, Eric? Yes. And so, okay. Eric, what we're basically saying is, is that gay. you don't act like a heterosexual man. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Embrace right. that. Right. Not, Chris, shut up. I'm not gay. <laughs> you need Eric, you need like Eric, you need like Freddie the cum guy, a guy who loves to suck cock <laughs> yeah. and, no, and loves cum. Debbie, oh, Debbie, yeah. I, this is a rare uh, 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 odd question maybe, but in the rare opportunity that is there a brother you have known as Fred the cum lady? <laughs> who also has this affliction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> affliction. Fred the cum dude. Fred the cum dude. Howard, I've got got to point out that the disappointment on Debbie's face reminded me of a mother who had just lost her child in Vietnam. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You were in Vietnam. How many? Yes. 
Eric's penis was apparently drier than an expensive bottle of Cabernet. Well, you know, you were in Vietnam covering the the horrors of war. Uh, you've seen you've seen horrible things. You've seen uh, children blown up. You've seen um, oh my God! I I don't even well, want to know. When the boys returned to Hanoi after months in the jungle, they weren't looking for a hot meal. They wanted a woman to satisfy them. <laughs> Thank you, right. Mister Rather. <laughs> yeah. and, and I've got to say, I thought the young soldiers rushing onto the beach at Normandy were the definition of courage. But their image was replaced, in my mind, with Debbie, Deborah, Deborah valiantly filleting Eric's semi-soft member. Wow. Bigger blow drop was an atrocity. That's the only way I can describe it. She is more brave than uh, soldiers. Absolutely. Wow. That's, you know, that, and that is unbelievable. <laughs> and this man has witnessed war. He, you were in Afghanistan with the Taliban. Uh, yes. The nightmares of war do eventually subside, but this, Howard, this is going to burn into my memories, into my eyes, until I take my last breath. Wow. Wow. Wow, Debbie, you've been called a hero did by Debbie one of the greatest. Debbie too? She did. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie, Believe me, describe. Gonna be... <laughs> Debbie, was this your Vietnam? I was, uh, really, was this a disaster This was my nightmare. You? This was my it nightmare. Is. <laughs> <laughs> And you, you know, yeah. life hasn't she's been ruined. easy for Debbie. And, uh, she's you know, ruined. Yeah, I mean, you've, yeah, you've seen, you've seen bad things in your life, right, Debbie? But this was, this was the tragedy. You can't imagine. Just no words. <laughs> no, you just, no words to explain it. I, I can't wow. tell you. Um, one thing with Eric, though, which also I want to let him know, just again, constructive criticism. Not only does he snore, he has this problem with his legs, restless leg syndrome, that I think maybe he needs to look into. But again... He's trying to kick be- you away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's it's going on with today. your... Um, uh, by the way, Debbie, I want to put this out to you. If, I don't know who's next on your fantasy list, but I hear Mark the Baggers available and maybe Jeff the Drunk. So, uh, you know... Then just, I don't uh, think they'll Ed. disappoint. I don't yeah. know about for Jeff Ed. the Drunk, but Mark the Bagger won't disappoint. <laughs> My Mark the Bagger. But, he comes um, on the carpet. Right. Yeah. Um, but 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 Eric, uh, what what is with your leg? Is there a problem? Maybe you're uh, do you have phlebitis or or some syndrome? Well, I, know I, had, I had knee surgery last year, so I didn't know I had restless leg syndrome. Absolutely, oh. it was like a vibrating bed. It was wow. it was like yeah, like again, no words. You I can't even explain it. But yeah, it was like a, like an earthquake. The bed that <laughs> going up and down. It was it was constant, but. Um, yeah, Eric. Well, like I his said. leg, his leg, his leg must weigh a hundred pounds. So the constant banging into the bed was probably much like an earthquake. Is that correct? It was both legs, and yeah, oh, it was like oh an earthquake. Howard, it was I measured it was seven point nine on the Richter scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, it was, that's it was constant. Devastate buildings probably went down if it was seven point nine. Um, you know, I'd offer you Beetlejuice. He's all man. Forget about it. This guy comes <laughs> no, in a yeah. second. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Sal, you had a question, I believe. Uh, I, I'm curious. Uh, you know, Eric, did you know that there was an odor? Were you aware? Did uh, are you going to do something about that? Well, I did not know there was an odor. I want to apologize to Debbie for that. I didn't. Fulfill her fantasy. 
And hopefully in October, I'll, I, I won't disappoint. Debbie, Howard. do you want another shot at this on October? Well, yeah, I am. I am going to be coming up there, but I think Eric does need to come to to accepting that he might be bisexual. I mean, I'm making right. that being nice or gay. Again, there's nothing wrong with you. You're so worried what people will think. I think if you just need to relax and let and try letting a guy blow you, it's going to be a relaxing feeling. No. I'll be there with you. I could be no, there with I, you, no. Eric. Debbie, I want you to blow me, not a guy. I don't well, know if uh, it's going to change. Well, let me ask you, Debbie, uh, and this is a tough question for me to ask. Would, would you consider transitioning so that you could blow Eric as <laughs> oh a man? Oh, my God. Or, or, no. or, or take, you won't? Uh, no, that'll never happen. Uh, uh, Howard, uh, there's one to, thing uh, we also are missing here. Eric knows yeah. he smells because he's dousing himself with yeah. cologne all the time. Yeah, why that's all the heavy? Thing. That's a good point. I, 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 smoke, I smoke a lot of cigars when I'm driving. Ugh. Oh, you smell like an ashtray in a toilet bowl. Let me say something. And let me say something. I go on I go on uh I go on walks outdoors and stuff. First of all, that cigar smell outside is so horrible. It is such a repellent, not only to me, but, but to women, I mean for sure. So if you're a cigar smoker, just know it ain't turning any women on. And also I have been very aware lately when I walk by certain people, they smell with perfume. Men and women, so bad that perf- I I would love one day. I have a dream that the <laughs> cologne industry would go out of business. I, I'm going to tell Robin later. I'm going to tell her about my newest obsession, mm. minimalism. I am going to have a, a discussion about this. And I had a couple of bottles of cologne laying around, and I looked at them over this vacation, and I said, "I'm getting rid of these things. They don't. They, you smell like a, a a a freak when you use this stuff." I don't know. A dried flower just, shop. That's not a good uh, yeah, image. <laughs> it's horrible. And I guarantee you, and I don't know if Eric wants to admit this, I guarantee you before the blowjob, you put some um, cologne on your balls. Am I correct? No, I didn't. No, he I didn't. He didn't? No, he right. didn't bother no. about that. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't. Howard. But let me. Yes, Mr. Rather. Let, let Mr. Rather. He is a professional reporter. Yes. Listen, I, I wasn't sure I'd survive the smell. I called my wife and kids, and I had to say my goodbyes. My eyes were burning under the gas mask that I wore. Wow. <laughs> wow. Howard, yeah. Howard I've, I've never said no before, but I don't think I can cover this again. <laughs> I, no I October for you. come from a generation you, huh? of... <laughs> would, you rather go to the, would you rather just go to the Ukraine, something easy, rather than something, cover this? Something much more... Yes, I have to yes. confess... I, I'm having a hard time finding joy in anything anymore. Oh, I come from a generation of newsmen who, who don't wear their emotions on their sleeve. But this, uh, this has broken me. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything after Mister Rather covered the the uh, this blowjob. He started to experiencing a syndrome known as sunsetting, where at night he would he would at night he would lose his mind and, uh, oh. and actually suffer from. Dementia. I think I have PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> have you been able to get it up with your beautiful wife since uh, seeing this well i can't say that i have you know wow. I've, I've been less terrified while navigating a minefield and he's created a minefield in my own brain just thinking about all those horrible images the debbie, many many years of therapy that i'll need to heal including debbie i, I highly recommend you should go to therapy as well yeah uh, that's that's um, a good point Debbie, do you have a therapist 
I don't. I need one. This this mentally hurt me, and I do need to talk to someone about it because even though I knew it wasn't going to happen, that's why I've been putting it off for years, this did hurt. It, 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 the fact that I'm blowing someone and they didn't come it hurt me. I mean, I do need to talk to someone. This, this wow. mentally distraughted me. Eric, yeah, wow. you and Mr. Rather should form your own support group because nobody else has been through what you've been through. <laughs> has Debbie blown anyone since Eric successfully? I had to, yeah. That yeah. day when um, Eric didn't come, of course, I had to go get my loads because I just, it was mentally too much for me. So I did need to get some loads that day when, when he wasn't coming. And so how mm -hmm. soon after you, and you put in your time, how long was the, let's say, um, the, the same day that you went to get loads, how long was did you work on Eric before you gave up? Um, I'd say it was over ten minutes that I was wow. on Eric, and and it was it was becoming like too much because, like I said, he wasn't staying hard, so I knew it was really going nowhere. And, and so, again, and so, smell. what did you do? Did you, you when you went to the other guy? How 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 long did you wait between your blowjob from Eric to the next guy? Uh, went home, showered, and went to him right there. So I'd say wow. maybe less than two, less than an hour and a half, maybe. And that's something. That? That's oh, embarrassing, what, Eric. And the next guy you went to, did he smell of pee too, and cigars no. and cologne? No, no, he, no. I wouldn't put up with that. No, that Debbie, was did that guy? Did that guy request dinner first, Debbie? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> did he ask for a break? <laughs> did he ask for a break? Uh, <laughs> he he wanted me to keep going. No. <laughs> Did this the guy is um, the break, you know, did the guy, did the guy, uh, what does he do? He just pulls down his pants. You go right on him. And in 30 seconds, he's done. His pants are completely off. He, I'm at his yeah. balls. I'm at his taint. I'm all over his ass. I mean, it's all of he wants at all. Right. He's lifting his legs so I could get in better. I mean, come on. I, Let's I go to the Howard. Yeah. When you're blowing someone and they go saw, there's nothing more insulting for the for the blower than that i mean i i sympathize right. with debbie it's terrible yeah, yeah. i mean it, yeah. i was trying my best i was it was it was oh god it was a lot it, oh. it just yeah it, it, it hurt and mentally hurt i couldn't believe it was happening in my head i was like no this can't be happening it's I all right thinking, maybe maybe it'll work <gasps> Debbie, let but it no. out it's good to cry now i know it's, excuse it's, me it's I, I apologize <laughs> Mr. Rather, get a handle on yourself. You're a reporter. Get it together, God. Daniel. So Howard, You're news. When, so Howard, when she comes, when she comes to New York in October, right? I will. I I won't smoke cigars the week she comes, and I'll stop smoking for a week. How, How about a shower? A shower. You better go to conversion therapy if you want a different outcome in October, Eric. Let's go to mean? our audience. Go ahead, Chris. Go explain it to us. I right, mean, never mind. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Christian, uh, Christian is on from Florida. Yes, Christian. Hey, so I, I, first time, first time, long time, Howard. Can't believe I got through. But, you know, I think when you think about him asking for dinner to Eric, this was a fantasy of a relationship. That's why he didn't take his pants off. I mean, not, not knocking that he may very well be homosexual. I think Eric wanted to be a gentleman in some way, some deep psychological way. And that's what put. Well, Eric, Christian, wrong? I hate to burst your bubble. But if if Eric was looking to be a gentleman, Debbie, this is even worse. And Mr. Rather can comment on this. Uh, Debbie paid for dinner both nights. 
Eric, Eric, couldn't you have at least fantasy Christian? So Eric, (laughs) Eric, couldn't you have at least picked up the tab for dinner? Well, she said the reason she paid because I drove that far from from New York. That still doesn't stop some men from stepping up. Wait, what was that, Robin? I said, still, some men would have said, no, I want to pay for dinner. And they wouldn't have let her pay for dinner. There was no chivalry. You know, a journalist (laughs) must not interfere, but by God, I wanted to rescue Deborah from that hell. (laughs) I mean, Eric, you you, you made a fortune on Cameo. You could have uh, sprung for dinner one of the nights. (laughs) Debbie is working her ass off to make you come. You're gay and cheap. Chris, shut the fuck up, okay? This is not about you. One other thing I wanted to say, which I found kind of strange, Eric likes to watch baseball videos. I mean, they're just guys running around the bases. He watches that little clips. So while I was with him, he was watching baseball guys running around. Let me understand something. You're getting this blowjob that you've waited months for. And as you say, you're not gay. Okay, I, I, I'll accept your 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 uh, statement because who am I to, to predict what someone is? Um, why would you, in God's name, put baseball on the on, on the TV with with men running around on bases? Why would you do that? I I don't know because it, no, it came. I was watching it on my iPhone. Right? Why? Why? Because. It was spring training baseball. That's why. Yeah, it was I'm saying, little experts of, of baseball, I, Eric, that you kept putting on every ten minutes. I take back everything minutes. I said. <laughs> Wait a second, Eric. While this is amazing to me, while you were getting your blowjob that you had waited months for, you you took out your iPhone and started watching baseball clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you gotta give me an explanation. You're definitely gay. No, there's no doubt <laughs> in my mind now. Gay, Robin. No, let, let, wait, let's be fair. Him. Let's be fair. If Eric okay. says he's not gay, he's not gay. And well, that's what fine. do you call it, Eric? Listen, what are you? So I wouldn't Eric, turn on the baseball game. I get it. When I'm getting a blowjob, or if any like like if I was having sex with my wife, the last thing I would turn on is baseball. Can you tell me what went through your mind? She's working on your dick. You start to think, hey, maybe, maybe I should just watch baseball. Something went through your mind. What, what happened? Because maybe because a blowjob in baseball, it, that's, that goes good together. Oh, my. Well, I mean, I was baseball. running around it thing. Okay. I mean, baseball is literally <laughs> what guys think of when they're trying to get rid of a boner. You know what that's I mean? Right. Like, I, if, I, if I'm walking around with a big boner and I can't get rid of it and I got no woman around, I'm like, you know, we put on a baseball game. That'll get that shit right down. <laughs> right. I could well, swear I heard Eric moaning under his breath, Oh, Aaron Judge. Oh, Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> and you notice how at a baseball game, the guys are always fixing themselves. They're touching their crotches. They're adjusting themselves. And those yes. pants are really they're, tight. They're pulling their pants up mm. tight. Yeah. I got to tell you something. I am really, Eric, I swear to you, no jokes. I'm amazed that you finally got your blowjob and then you started watching baseball. I think that might be the most bizarre thing of all. I, I was insulted. I really was. I was yeah, of course you were. The fact that I'm laying in bed with him, and then he's putting on baseball, and he's texting his friends and calling his friends. I'm right there oh willing my. to blow him. I'm right there. Hours. What? Wait hours a second, Debbie. Three days. 
Debbie, did you just yeah. say he started making phone calls during the blowjob? Yes, yes, and text. Eric, and I'm Eric, like, what's going on? Eric, what was going on? I, I, this is shocking. I don't know what was going on. Tell you me what was the going phone on. Calls. You have to know what was going on in your head. Well, my my friend that was supposed to video a blowjob. Uh, he never came down. He lied to me. Yeah. So he, he never came down. I was upset with him. Yeah. Eric, you were calling constantly different people and, and, and texting <laughs> other people for days. Come on. You who did you call, Eric? During your blowjob, I want to. Who did you call? Let me. Because I got to well, tell my, you. Well, my friends called me because they want to know how the blowjob was going. Who are your friends? Who even knew you had friends? <laughs> I, no, I have a lot of friends, and they want to know how I was doing because I made a long drive out to Florida. So Please let me tell you something. I'm getting can go away. Right. In, in, in my fantasy, you know, when I was with, uh, let's say, a, a woman, especially a woman for the first time, where she kind of lets me, you know, do my thing, right? She oh, says, yeah. okay, you got the green light. The le- I mean, if the phone was ringing and it was my, you know, it was my grandmother and she, she was uh, having a heart attack, I wouldn't answer the fucking phone. <laughs> I got to be honest. I, I think that nothing would dissuade me. From Howard, getting that, yes, yes, Dan. At one point, I believe Eric was on the phone and he was doing taxes with his accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I mean, when you a woman gives you the green light, you don't say to yourself, "Well, I'll go, I'll go on my phone." Howard, he was doing his cameos also. <gasps> Eric, oh my God, Eric, <laughs> let me ask you something: Did you play with Debbie's tits at all? No, she put my cock between her tits. Yeah, but did you like say? Did you ever like say, "Hey, Debbie, kiss me," or did you ever say, "Debbie, let me touch your vagina" or anything like that? No. Uh, Case closed. Deb- Debbie, would you have let him if he wanted to play with your vagina while uh, you were uh, blowing him? Would that have been a- an okay thing? Of course, absolutely. Yeah, I took my shirt off. My tits were right on him. He didn't grab them. He didn't start rubbing them. He didn't put his, I had to put his cock between my tits. He didn't do anything. He just laid there, his arms up, didn't do anything. Didn't touch me at all. Eric, can I Played tell you with something? his iPhone. But Howard, maybe I was just nervous for the first time meeting her. Oh, come on. No. This woman's Jerry, giving you everything. We've been talking about this, this for woman, 10 years. 10 this years. Woman's, and you were having phone sex and what you were going to do to her. Me? This is what I would have done. You ready? Yes, I want to hear right. you. Okay. Debbie walks in the room and says, I want to blow you. Can I you would, believe you have a sex with Debbie? I want to hear how you would do it. Okay. Mm. He's telling maybe you, you shut need, up. Maybe you need a mentor. I would have walked over there. First thing I would have done is taken every stitch of clothing off this woman. You understand? Right. And while she's standing there and she's grabbing my dick, I'm touching her vagina. I'm manipulating that that little speed bag thing I told you about, that clitoris. Right. All right. And then I'm maybe touching those titties a little bit. I'm grabbing that ass and squeezing it. She's playing with my dick. 
She starts to go down on me. Are you out of your fucking mind? That, it, and then I'd call all my friends and go to dinner. Take a break. <laughs> right. Come on. I mean, Eric, what sense does any of this make? This is a woman paying attention to you. I, you drop everything for that. My tongue would have been up her ass. And I've never done that before. And I'll tell you what it else. It seems like you've done. never done anything. You did nothing to her. You didn't even imagine do it. You didn't even say to her, hey, let me see your tits. First thing a guy says is, hey, let me, you know, let me touch you. I want to get, how, uh, let me feel those things. Yeah, Robin, let me feel those. Oh, I'm sorry, Robin. I got carried away. Uh, and, and certainly I might have taken a hand towel and washed the pee smell off of me for sure. Maybe scrubbed those balls a bit. Who knows if a little taint. That's the only break you would have taken, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quickly mop up. Eric and there would have, there would have been dinner. There would have been dinner in the room. I'm not letting her out of the room. God forbid no she way. runs away. Your load is dinner. (laughs) Exactly. Or dessert. Absolutely. Eric, what do you think? What do you think of what I just said? I like what you just said. Thank you. You like that because Howard's a guy and that just got you off. (laughs) And that's the truth. No, Sal. Listen, Sal. Listen, I I failed at what I did. And, you know, I don't know what, what... I don't know what I, I don't know why I couldn't come, okay? And I, Eric, oh, Eric, listen I to me. I don't that. know. Eric, listen to me. Forget the apologies. If this thing goes down again in October, and I don't know that Debbie wants to put herself through it, but let's say she does. When she walks in the room, what do you, what's going to go down now? Now that you've had time to think about it. Let me hear. Okay. When, when I walk in the room, I'm not going to have my phone with me. Ah. My my, I'm gonna concentrate on Debbie, and that's the right. only thing I'm gonna be concentrating on is Debbie, and nothing else. No, there you go. That's an improvement right there. Could I say what you? Yeah, happen? but he doesn't know what he's gonna yes. do. He's just gonna concentrate. <laughs> Debbie, well, he can't do. You know, he ain't a multitasker, Robin. Uh, Debbie, 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 go ahead. Yes. Okay. This this is what this fact happened yesterday. If I get up there in October and Eric knocks on my hotel door, he should have his cock already out of, out of his pants, and I will get on my knees in the doorway and start blowing him. He better be ready to go. There's wow. no talking. There's nothing. That's what happened yesterday. I got to the guy's house. Literally, he opened the door. His cock was out, and I got on my knees in the door and was blowing him. You know, Debbie, Debbie, I can't believe I have to tell another man not to take phone calls during a blowjob. I mean, I've never had to. I understand. I I apologize. You know what? I apologize for Mr. Rather. Go ahead. You don't know half of the things Eric did while getting this blowjob. I wrote a list here. Go ahead. He was also clipping his nails. (laughs) He played Wordle and Candy Crush. He was on Zoom court for a parking ticket. (laughs) At one point, Eric lit out a cheer because he had beat somebody online in Angry Birds. At one point, he also dialed a wrong number and talked to a complete stranger for 25 minutes. Howard, I also heard Eric threatening to stab someone over the phone, but I could have been hallucinating at that point from all the smells. Eric also was dusting and, uh, well... He napped for at least 45 minutes. 
Unbelievable. Let's go to another caller. Let's go to Ask Napkin Ed. What do you want to say, Ed? Howard, can you hook me up with uh, Debbie to come later? Exactly. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, Ed. You're a, you're a, hi, Ed. You're, you're a coxman. What would you do if you were in that room instead of Eric? What would I do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let her blow me. All right. <laughs> Spoken like a true gentleman. All right. Thank you, Ed. Well, I don't think there's any gentleman. Let her blow me. He should write romance books. <laughs> I yeah. make her suck my cock. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Dominic from uh, Texas. Yes, Dominic. Oh, yeah. What is your thought on all of this that you've heard? Hey, Howard. Uh, first time, long time. Or first time, uh, yeah, long time. And I just want to say, Debbie, you're an angel. Um, I think it would be beneficial to Eric if there was maybe another man in the room uh, standing naked with a big old cock just swinging there. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe Eric would be uh, more apt to to come then you know and eric i'm bisexual i'm married um i suck cock i mm. fuck my <laughs> wife um and we have a fun time out of man there's nothing there's nothing wrong with being bisexual and maybe maybe you want you don't want to admit to being gay but um being bisexual is all right dude and maybe having a woman suck your cock while you can focus on another man's big cock might do the trick for you, but Eric, what about that? What if, like, like a Chris Wilding just stood there naked while you got your blowjob, like he was just in the room? Well, I'd rather have just me and Debbie there. And I, as soon as I walk in that door when she's here in October, I'll say, "I'll take her shirt off for her," but I'll just grab those tips too. But Howard, we're forgetting there was supposed to be a guy in the room with them. He just said and that what guy disappointed came to tell through. Was the guy didn't come? Right, Chris, you were supposed to be there, but you backed out because you're scared. No, uh, that is true. That's the first truth I've heard all day, <laughs> Howard. I was in the room, and I'm a man, and I think that's why Eric was hard. He kept staring at me, and it shook me to my core. <laughs> uh, Let's go to, um, oh, I don't know, Lisa, New Jersey. Go ahead, Lisa. Hi, how are you this morning? Hi, hi um, yes. So, do you ever think maybe he's just not comfortable around women in general? Like, not That's a point. But yeah, Eric, we what about that? that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Eric, what about that? Women? Eric, oh, yeah. are you so, are you so, so uncomfortable with women? I am very comfortable around women. Around woman. Woman. Interaction. <laughs> around woman. Around woman. Just stand in the room. Uh, Next time. All right. Well, I listen. I don't like woman. It's a, it's a sad day, really. I was excited for Eric to experience an expert blowjob from Debbie the Come Lady. Uh, the sad news is he didn't come. Uh, Robin was right. She said he would not come. And uh, let's and point that out again. That might be the most important part of this story that Robin knew. No, it was just the setup. The moment he said, I have to have dinner first, I knew what we were in for. You were right. I told you. You were right. It doesn't take a a rocket scientist to figure that out. (laughs) And a lot of people didn't sit down and drive down to Florida, too. Yeah, you did accomplish that. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah, I know... uh... Right. I know when I take a long drive, I can't come afterwards. <laughs> <if> possible. 
Let me you let know, me pop I, through. Well, while Dan Rather is is traumatized and Debbie's traumatized, what I will never get out of my head is that still picture of Eric lying on his back with his combat sweatpants mm-hmm. halfway down. While Debbie is blowing him. I don't think I'll ever get that out of my head. I think, Robin, you've said to me in the past, nothing turns you on more than a man in sweatpants while you're blowing him. Yeah, the him. big belly. the It's it's camouflage, you know. I got to like, tell you who, what. Who should be wearing uh, camouflage? I got to tell you. crazy. I don't know who took. I don't know who took that video. Did you take that video, Debbie? The you and Eric, the long video I watched? Yeah, I propped yeah. my camera up. Yeah, I got to tell you. And I'm telling you this, Robin. The guy sent me the video. I was watching it. I am still freaked out by it. I wouldn't <laughs> let my wife watch it. I, if you think you're freaked out from the still, I I defy you to watch. I, I don't want to watch. What I, I don't want to watch. Howard, you know, you know what it reminded me of? It looked like uh, an accident. And, you know, when you pull the body out of the car and you lay it on the street, she looked like an EMT worker performing mouth to mouth on his penis. Let's go to Mike and let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Let's give the audience a chance and then we'll wrap this up because there's so much, uh, so much more. Uh, I mean, uh, as we, as we, as we, (laughs) we have, we do have a lot to get to as we conclude the Super Blow. Road to the Super Blow. I'm fucking coming. No, you're not. All right, Mike, go ahead. Hey, Howard, long time, even back in D.C. 101 in Washington, D.C., nice. I listened to you and Robin. Um, what if you had, like, someone in transition or, a, you know, a, like a she-woman, a, a woman who had a, a cock, and, and yes. they were sucking it, and I don't know, Eric could see it? or, or I know many tr- attractive transgender who still have their penises, believe it or not. I do know some. And uh, Eric, that's a possibility. Maybe that would be a nice. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. Okay. Uh, no. I want to try again with Debbie in October. All right. But You're Eric, gonna... are you willing to do whatever it takes to satisfy Debbie? Yes, I will. That's yeah, That what means to do. if you can't do it on your own with you and Debbie, you will have a guy in the room. No, no, oh, no well, then you're that. not willing to do whatever right. it takes. Well, Debbie well. insists. I insist on that. I insist oh, on that. If I'm going to come what? and do it in October, a guy no. has to be there. So or I'm not doing it. So, so what if Chris is there? There we go. Chris will be there. But Eric, what if, what if this guy really is transitioning to a woman? Honestly, you know, this person, I'm a woman, but he happens to have a cock and he really would like to suck your dick. No, yeah, what well, if that- Chris is there? <laughs> All right, well, let, let, let's night. let's take a breath. Let's take a breath. Let's let's last take a breath. Said, Everybody, could. I said to myself, Howard's going to hate on me for not coming. You know, look, I know Eric. Um, the last time I think he was with a woman was in this porno that we saw, and I don't think he came then. <laughs> Am I correct? Is that the last time you were with a woman, Eric? Uh, I believe so, but it took me a long time to come. You didn't, you didn't come. come. I was... I I'm sure I did. Sound. No, he didn't. Not true. He's never come. And the last time after the porn lady, Howard, he had sex with a woman who told him that he came inside her vagina. Oh, I did. And yes, I did. Yeah. He never saw <laughs> it. 
She said he did. I think she just wanted him to get off of her and said, you came, get out of here. That, he couldn't that's... have any more children because he's tied up. Well, Debbie, I know you've been through a great uh, trauma. Uh, in worry. fact, on our phone is the former CEO of this company, the man who uh, got us to where we are today. And uh, his name is Jim Meyer. He's a respected executive who is now retired. And he is, sits on the board of Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher, and he wants to say something to you directly. Go ahead, Jim, Mr. Meyer, go ahead. Howard, I'm on my yacht right now. Send Debbie over here right now. When we say something's going to happen at Sirius XM Pandora, we fucking do it. <laughs> there you go. An invite from Mr. Meyer on his personal Hi. yacht. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I'm sure he'd pay well, for dinner. Uh, oh, he'll pay. Yeah. And by I don't the way, know how Debbie many... also paid for three nights beachfront Between... hotel on top oh. of the dinner. Besides the Debbie, dinner, yeah. Debbie, how much did the entire fiasco cost you? Oh, boy. Um, let me just say. <laughs> Her dignity. It was, huh? Nothing. Okay. No, I, well, I'll, over 1100 Eleven hundred dollars. Uh, did oh, did yeah. did during the course of the three days? Did Eric pay for anything? Did he ever thank you? No, never even offered. Wow! 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 No Eric. present no, at the I, end, I, Eric. No, nothing. I know. I just asked you for dinner. Yes, you thanked yes. me, but you did not offer. I would have gone Dutch. You know, you admitted the hotel was an expensive hotel. You knew that, but you know. Like I said, Eric, did, I mean, when he was leaving, me. when he was leaving, did he ever say thank you so much for spending all this money on me uh, on the weekend? No, no, no gift, no. no flowers, nothing. No, no. He hasn't sent you anything since he got home. No, nothing. I'm sure it's in the mail, uh, whatever it is. He's sending. <laughs> yeah, no. Eric, Eric, what do you make of a person who has an all expense paid trip, a hotel, food? Uh, beautiful blowjobs, and doesn't even send the girl one flower. Maybe, what do you think of that? Maybe they'll throw her in October. Ugh. Oh, in October she'll get a gift. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, there's an. Why do you think it didn't occur to you to say thank you or to send something or give her something at the end of the weekend? Well, uh, listen. I'm so listen, I'm sorry it didn't happen when I was there. I, I don't know why I could have come. I apologize. Forget the maybe coming. Was, what about why was, not a, a thank you at least or a little parting gift, something or I mean the woman was is out eleven hundred dollars. Well, all right, Debbie, I wanna say thank you maybe. for doing what you did. You went out of your way. What you did, and I appreciate what you did. Thank you, Eric. But you know what? The real thank you, if you want to give me a real thank you, is I think you seriously need to come to grips that you possibly are gay or bisexual. And once you could start admitting that, that would be a thank you to me. And make well, me Debbie, uh, make no me offense, Debbie. I don't mean to disagree with you. You've been through a horrible trauma, but. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it could be that Eric, just in this particular chemistry between the two of you, 
Uh, maybe there just wasn't the right chemistry. I don't believe that's the case. I'm more I don't in your camp. Either. Yeah, but uh, Jimmy, you know. I'll make it up to you in October. You'll see me in October in front of the door with my pants all the way down. Who's paying okay. for everything? Well, if you can, I have my own apartment here in Brooklyn. No. Mm. Deborah, never, never I am begging you, do not go back. I'm, he will break you. You must move on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but this, no is like, uh, the, this is like this is like these people who climb mountains. I mean, uh, they, they don't well, let the mountain we, defeat them. Well, we could go Dutch for a hotel when she comes to New York. He was making cameos while she was blowing him. He was getting money while he yeah. was getting blown, and he couldn't throw her a dollar. How many cameos? And even now, he wants her to foot the bill to try again. How many cameos <laughs> did you record during your blowjob? Yeah, three or four yes. a day. Come on. <laughs> three, three or four a day, yeah. Sober. Why doesn't Debbie dress in a full Yankee outfit? Uh, possibly <laughs> like a handlebar mustache for Eric to grab onto. She could have a strap on coming through the pants for yeah. him to rub and stroke. Um, I think that'll really set things off. It'll be interesting. Uh, I, 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 I hear you loud and clear. Okay. Well, I know while I'm having sex with my wife, I review show materials and uh, <laughs> and email the kids. Yes. I do. I do. I make phone calls. I put the game on. <laughs> Eric, it was uh, certainly unusual, and that's why you are high pitch, Eric, and that's why you're whack pack uh, elite. I mean, you never disappoint. We 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 are sitting here. I'm sure most guys are banging their heads into the into the into the dashboard, trying to figure out how you have this. Fabulous woman giving you this fabulous blowjob, and and yet you and uh, paying for the privilege. She's paying. Men never get that. Well, Robin, um, you're a nurse. Well, why do you think I couldn't come? Maybe you can Eric, tell me. For the life of me, I cannot get into your head. <laughs> Neither Robin, could Debbie. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Not when it smelled like pee and cigars, I'll tell you that. That head really had some smell. Dry Lisa. I always like talking to Dry Lisa here in New yeah. York. Uh, Lisa, what do you make of this? Oh, goodness. I, I, um, I'm like flabbergasted. Literally. What are your thoughts? What's, uh, what's the problem here? Eric searching for answers. Uh, my, uh, I, I can't believe it. What's up, Eric? I, I just don't get. Uh, he literally laid there like a. Job of the hut. Like a log. <laughs> a slug. Like a log. <laughs> like a lox. This poor Debbie, she, she's working herself and he didn't, it seems like he's not even into it. Uh, what a waste right. of her time. 
Well, Let's hear from Marianne. It was a <laughs> waste of her time. She needed a load in her mouth, right? It was a waste of your time. Is that right, Eric Debbie? It looks like he's doing her a favor in that picture. Maybe I need, maybe I need a fluffer there next time. Yeah. Who should the fluffer be? Yeah. Chris. 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 Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. Chris, you want Chris to fluff you? For Debbie, yes. All right. Now we're talking. Eric, just logically, doesn't that tell you anything? Oh, sure Chris, does. Why you, Chris, why do you be my fluffer? That way Debbie can give me a good blowjob and I can come for... And just to be would clear, you like? Nothing, would you let me it. Let me understand what you're saying. <laughs> you're saying, of course you're not gay. We know that. You're gonna. What right. you would like to have happen is, in a non-gay way, have Chris walk in the room nude and um, rub you, uh, kiss you, uh, not kiss you, not kiss you, kiss your penis, kiss your penis. No, fluff your balls up with his hand and b- manipulate your penis a bit to fluff you up. That's what a fluffer does. Right. And then Debbie will step in at the last minute and, and finish you off. Is that what you'd like? Right. Blow me so I can come for her. Yeah. He's got to blow uh-huh. you too? No. Chris doesn't have to blow me. Only he Debbie. Just, thank you. Oh, I he could just get right. you good and hard. Is that the idea? Yes. Right. And let me ask you something, Eric. <laughs> will you go soft as soon as Debbie steps in? Yes. I'll, go, I'll be really hard for her. Good. And by the way, the only TV I want on is maybe Full House reruns with John Stamos. That's it. Just okay. his parts. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Marianne from Brooklyn. Said, uh, when we were talking uh, before all this, that she would put on porno. So Eric didn't want porno. He wanted baseball. Baseball. That's right. Marianne from Brooklyn, what do you think? Welcome back, Howard. What do I think is I'm very disappointed in Debbie because I spoke to Eric uh, during this whole process. And, you know, Debbie could have put him in a tub first. She could have taken his phone away. She could have prepared him. He has absolutely no dating experience. And for Chris to keep shoving that he's gay down his throat isn't helping the issue. Because, like, you know, Howard, it's your mind. He's got to get his mind in gear. Well, I like that you're thinking outside the box, Marianne. In other words... Maybe it's it Debbie's, Debbie's fault. fault. <laughs> Debbie should have put yes. De- Debbie should have put Eric in a tub, scrubbed right. him down, like uh, a baby. Got that, Marianne, yeah, like seriously. a baby. Yeah, go ahead, Debbie. Go ahead, Marianne. Seriously, Eric is what fifty-one years old. I'm going to really put him in a tub, like like a ten-year-old, and wash <laughs> him and take his phone away. I don't know how old you are, but if he's walking into your territory and you have control of the cum situation and you see he's not a hundred percent all there in, in intelligent wise, you should have said, Eric, this is how we're gonna do it. We'll put a, put put flowers in the tub, put rose petals, take his phone away, put porn on the T V. You had to control the ball was in your court. I Marianne, this whole thing on Eric. Marianne, I, Debbie, are I you like blaming you. Marianne, are you uh, are you blaming the victim a little bit here? Yes. <laughs> I feel like a Debbie is the one who knows how to get this stuff done, and Eric needs more attention. It's just, it's not just your regular Joe. It's high pitch Eric who needs a lot more. I see. Uh, well, Marianne know. makes a new point. I haven't and heard this point it. of view. I yes. have a suggestion, Marianne. Yeah. You yes. do Eric and see if you can get him to come. No, I think Marianne could. I think so too. 
I'm like his mother. He called me devastated because he didn't want to disappoint Howard in the show. But another suggestion, Howard, is could he could he have a, a urology problem where, like, maybe one of the ducts is blocked because Debbie said he was hard. So maybe there's a different medical issue going yeah. on. Well, I don't know. He got hard, he would, then he would go soft. Also, I want to say what Marianne just said. Eric was so concerned what you guys were thinking. Meanwhile, he should be worried what I'm thinking. He shouldn't be concerned, right. oh, the That's Howard right. and the guys are going to see I didn't come. Who cares what they think? Well, Marianne makes think. a point. Marianne makes a point. Uh, you don't know. Point? <laughs> the point is that uh, who knows uh, that uh, Eric is so he, he childlike that maybe... And he was Maybe disappointed you... himself. But Debbie, That's you right. got to step up in October. You, if you, if this is going to go down in October, Debbie, let me give you some advice. You're the pro here. He's not. He has zero experience. Hmm. You get him in the hotel. You get him in the tub. You give him a glass of wine. You take that phone away. You get porn on the thing, and you help him, Debbie. You make this shit go down and happen. Wow. Debbie, because you're wow. the pro, Debbie. You're Interesting. the professional. And it's not. And you know, but Debbie, you know, Marianne, Marianne is on a bit of a roll here. Maybe you've got to step up your game. Maybe you got to rethink the whole approach. Maybe you got to stick them in the tub. Maybe you got to take a. Right. And by the way, in October, the Yankees might be in the playoffs. You can watch that. I mean, who come for that? <laughs> I, you know, Debbie, maybe you're the one who's. You've got to get more creative. Uh, Marianne, interesting point of view. I have to say. Um, and, 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 and let us wrap this up because this could go on, on and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Nobody can believe it. We... <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now I'm more mentally distraught thinking that oh. it's my fault. Now I really need a, a, to talk to a psychiatrist. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Mary. I know. You should get a nicer hotel room next time. Another expense. Yeah. Thanks to how, how, thanks to Eric. Hold on a second, will you please? Who's at the door? Oh. <laughs> It's Mel Gibson. Hey, what's happening? Howard. Howard, I treat women like absolute shit. And even I'm offended. I won't <laughs> right. be doing fucking cameos while you blow me. You, you love, love them. You love, you love a blowjob, uh, Mel Gibson. I love it. Debbie, I might be a massive piece of shit asshole, but at least I'll come when you blow me. <laughs> you know, whenever you say below, blow me, you sound like you're saying baloney. Never, never. I'm, I'm saying baloney. Yeah, it sounds to me like baloney when you yell at women. It's because I'm yelling. You're confused. I'm saying baloney. Baloney. <laughs> Deborah, come to Hollywood and get on your knees and baloney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Thank a real you. man. <laughs> All right. High oh, pitch. Boy. Listen, it didn't work out. Maybe what Marianne said is true. Maybe uh, Debbie has to try harder with you. She has to direct you more. You have to be redirected. Throw you in the tub. Uh, take away that phone. How are they going to get him out of the tub? When she... <laughs> well, the poor woman will be jaws of the life. poor woman yeah. will need will need physical therapy the rest of her life. Which is... A giant so voice. A crane. So so in October, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best for her again. All right. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And, uh, Eric, Debbie, Eric, what can Debbie do better? What can De Debbie do to make you come better? Or at all. Grow well, a mustache? Grow <laughs> <Girl> a cock? <laughs> well, she, 
Listen, she... Cut off her tips? No, I love the lotion that she used. And, you know, the lotion, the better. I mean, I love that lotion. All right, so she should have a lot of lotion. Let me ask the final question I'm sure all of America wants to know. When you finally got home from Florida and you had this whole big experience with Debbie, did you jerk off thinking about Debbie and did you come? No, I'm holding off till October. <laughs> good. That's a Final good answer. nail in the coffin. Right. There's no way. <laughs> Debbie, is there, is there any chance you will be showing up in October and have another liaison with Eric? I am showing up in October. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, one more try. Wow. Uh, one I more try. You know. I watched a fabulous, let me let me end on this note. I watched a fabulous movie that I recommend to everyone. I recommended it to Robin on Netflix. It's called The Alpinist. The Alpinist. Now, these are people. It's, it's, well, I'll tell you exactly, Eric. It's about. He'll um, put this these, on the next time somebody's giving him a yeah. blush. Hey, can you were, on The Alpinist? The Alpinist was a, it's a documentary. It is so fabulous. It's about this guy who would climb dangerous mountains, the highest peaks in the world, even ice-capped, alone, no ropes, nothing. He had nothing to, you know, he has nothing to prevent him from falling to his own death. He not only climb mountains, he would climb ice. Ice. It was like crazy. Crazy stuff. He And and I won't tell you any more about this uh, movie and, and where it ends up, but it's fabulous. And, I only bring this up because Debbie the cum lady, like an alpinist, is saying, you know, this is my greatest challenge. The alpinist never says, I can't climb that mountain. When other men would fail, he would climb the mountain, the alpinist. And so, Eric is that mountain to Debbie the cum lady. (laughs) She is not giving up. She's going back in. Others would say, forget it. Well, let me say one thing, though, to Debbie. The Alpinist does not complain. That's true. She just, Interesting. or he just goes on his mountain and he continues until he defeats it. So you've got to come up with something, Debbie. Maybe there's something true in what Mary Ann from Brooklyn says. You've got some to new equipment, something. <laughs> something. You should be in the Alpinist. Apparently, a mouth and a great blowjob is not enough, Debbie. Not enough. <laughs> this is one mountain. That needs something more. That's uh, some mountain around. It's your, it's your white right. whale. Yeah, uh, the white on. whale. Well, so Eric, I could use. Okay, strap on it is. Uh, Debbie, the come lady, you're a brave soul. Thank you so much for sharing this amazing story of Super Blow history. High pitch, thank you for sharing and letting us Howard, know what I'd like going. to close. Yes. And let's I'd hear like from Dan Rather. Thanking you for your Wait, time. I and I would like to close with something after Dan. Okay, fine. Sure enough. All right, Dan, go ahead. You first. I used to close with courage, but now I have none left. It is truly, (laughs) truly hopeless. I'm very emotional, and um, my wife tells me that ever since this incident, I have been screaming in my sleep. It has been an honor serving this show. Thank you, Mr. Rather. And Eric, go ahead. I'll give you the last word. Yes, I just want to let you know I just got ordained as a minister okay. to do weddings so I can marry people. Wow. There oh, my you go. goodness. 
That's there what he'll go. be doing another, in October while Debbie's blowing. Another, another, uh, another, uh, another uh, bombshell. Another business. So, I got my certificate to marry people. Well, thank you very, very much. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. You wanted to know what happened. I told you it would take some time to explain. I think I predicted two hours. Sure yes, enough, I see it's almost nine o'clock. So wow. there it is. Thank you, Debbie, the come lady. Uh, thank, thank you, you high pitch Eric. And we continue to be fascinated by this. Road to the Super Blow. You know what? I want to uh, give it. There's a bunch of things on my mind from the two weeks we were off. I had a horrible two weeks. My parents are falling apart. Uh, you know, I've, I've spoken to Robin about it in private a couple of times. And, uh, you know, we both agreed that, you know, this, uh, you know, people are living longer. That's the thing. And as they continue to live longer, we got to figure out what the fuck we're going to do as a society. I don't know how anybody handles the problems of the elderly. And when I'm talking elderly, I'm talking anybody 90 plus. Uh, my my friend Lou, Sometimes his mom. Sometimes it starts in the 80s. You know, it, it's. No. Uh, yeah. I was telling you about a friend of mine. Her parents are in their late 80s. They're about to be 90. And she's having the same deal. I don't know what to do with these two. I mean, uh, I'm. Uh, holy moly. Don't ask what's going on with my parents. My dad's cracking up. My mom's cracking up. They're falling apart. And it's, you know, it's the quality of life at the end that upsets me because, you know, my parents are good people. I certainly love them. And they've always had a very high quality of life. They haven't had major illnesses. They've been, you know, they've got all their marbles and they've been able to take care of themselves for most of their lives. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's making me rethink. I think I might just start getting high again because what am I trying to stay alive for? You know, I mean, I want to stay alive, but not too long. Now, so, I, you know, I used so to you're going to you, do something injurious. <laughs> yes. Like it's, you know, I, I don't want, you know, it's a tricky thing. You, I've always said I want to stay alive as long as I can because I love my life. But I love my life because I have interests and I have a wife that I love and I have, yeah, you, you know, can I have do things. my kids. Yeah, I can do things. I, I, I'm busy all day with things. I mean, I'm you busy know when with somebody's there, you like, know, and you could have a conversation with them. I'm busy with the journaling. I'm busy with painting. I'm busy with the. I'm re, I started. Yeah. What this is this book. new thing? Minimalism. Oh, my God. You got to get into this. You got to read this book. This book is called, I read this book, Goodbye Things, Goodbye Things, (laughs) by a a man, a gentleman by the name of Fumio Sasaki, Japanese dude, doesn't speak English. The book was translated. And this guy's got some story. And it's a quick read. I mean, it'll take you an hour or two. Because he wouldn't want to clutter it up with too many words. Well, you, you wouldn't be the first to point out that he's selling a book that's going to clutter up your house. But I have it on Kindle, so I've got the system beat. But this minimalism, I am now turned on by this like you wouldn't believe. Um, I realize, and this isn't my realization, I realize what this guy's saying. He's saying that possessions rule us. In other words, when you've got stuff in your house, just endless stuff. It's not as joyous as when, don't you get joy, Robin, when you look over and see an empty space, even an empty shelf? Oh, absolutely. I hate it when somebody gives me a tchotchke. Right. Because, because I in, don't want it. What's going on is the empty shelf represents 
possibilities. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just free. It's just a clearing thing. And then when you finally put one thing in that empty space, you cherish that thing. It better have meaning, yes. I, I So I started with my closet over the vacation. And I threw out clothing that didn't fit. I have gained weight during the pandemic. I'm not gross. I'm, I'm gross, but I, <laughs> I, I, um, I was going to say I'm not gross. I've always been gross, but yeah, I mean, you're not gross. No, if you, if I took off my shirt, you'd say, you know what? You're pretty gross. I mean, uh, <laughs> I got a belly. I got titties. Look, I just looked at high pitch Eric. You can't be gross. <laughs> uh, he's worse than me, but not by much. And I got to tell you something. I've made a commitment. I have been saying to myself, Oh, I'm too old now to get back into shape. That's bullshit. I am going to do it, and I am committed to it because of this minimalism. I started to go through my closet, and I realized most of my clothes do not fit. And part of being a minimalist is you get rid of shit. In fact, you know who the minimalist uh, hero is in the whole world? It's Steve Jobs. The reason that they love Mm. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs was a minimalist. The guy, when it came to clothing, wore the same thing every day. He came up with a uniform. And uh, so he didn't have to wake up in the morning and go, oh, what do I look good in? What should I wear? Blah, 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 blah. And this guy who wrote the book uh, uh, on minimalism, he has gotten to the point. This guy doesn't even have a bed anymore. He threw his bed out. He he, he rolls well, out a little. You need a bed, don't you? No, no. Evidently, you know, <laughs> this guy's apartment is completely empty, practically. He said he could move in 30 minutes. He could throw the, uh, the stuff he owns in a bag in 30 minutes. And um, he, the, the guy even said, I now have a very tiny apartment. I pay less money. He goes, I don't have a lot of things, but I got tons of empty space. It's great. Yeah, from Everywhere what I understand, looks Steve Jobs didn't have a large home no. either. No, no. They, they, Steve Jobs, that's why Steve Jobs was a genius. He was like, I'll, I'll stick everything in your phone. You won't need to carry anything. Just this one device. So um, anyway, read this book. And so I'm, listen. I got well, things. I thought about it. I have thought I never read that book, but I read recognized it. that when I move into a new home, I get rid of stuff. Right. And I'm so happy to move into the home that doesn't have all that stuff in it. That's right. And so he, he loves stuff so much. He wants to appreciate the few items he has. They're the yeah, most when things are stuffed things. in drawers, you're he, not he in, never enjoying see them. them. My clothing. Could you come now, over to my house? Because I've been threatening to do that. Here's how I you know do there's it. stuff in there I never use. Okay, you want to know how to do it? I you know gotta how watch, to do it. No, you got to watch <laughs> this woman on the internet. Her name is the Minimalist Mom. Minimalist Uh-oh. Mom. You got a new woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Minimalist Mom. She's a big yanta. The woman doesn't <laughs> shut up for a minute. But boy, oh, boy, because she good at throwing shit out and figuring it all out. You know, when you get to that point, you go, oh, I, I, oh, I can't part with this. I, I'll find a use for it. I, 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 She knows how to get you past all that. Well, I started going on a mad tear with this minimalism stuff. Beth comes walking in. What is going on? She hits me with it. What is going on with you? I go, I'm cleaning up. I'm getting. I was perplexed because. It's so hard for me to throw something out. It's so hard for me to make the decision. Like I was looking at this bookend that I had stored away, you know, like a thing to hold up books. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't ever use this. I'm going to get rid of it. What are you getting rid of? She says. And then there was this big tchotchke on my um, on my table. It's a big like stone. It's gorgeous. 
You want it out. I don't want it there anymore. I want to be minimally. Well, she, you can't get rid of this. Well, it led to a bit of a, a thing. You know what I mean? I want to get rid of stuff. And my wife's telling me not to get rid of it. Well, finally, I said to my wife, I got to tell you why I'm doing this. We sat down. This is a good lesson for dudes. How to, how to talk to you. I said, listen, this is my room. My parents never let me have control of my room. And finally, here I am at this ripe old age. I want to take control of my room. I, it makes me happy to see that big table of mine empty because I see the possibilities. I could, I could put a book on there. I paint so I could stretch a few boards on there. I've got space to do shit. It makes me happy. You see how happy I am? I get it. I'm telling you. And it made me happy. And she said, okay, all right, I get it. It makes you happy. I'm okay with that. I said, yeah. I said, it's so hard for me to make these. She says, I support you in this. Because I explained it to her. Why I was doing all this. And I said, there's nothing here I really need. And now you should see my desk where I work, where I do my really. Thing. Oh, you would you would be like this. <laughs> I got like five things on my desk. That's it. Wow. You know, because even right now while you're talking about it, I'm looking at this desk and say, I don't need that there or that no, there. You know, I, you see that everything behind you. What is that? I could throw everything out. Now, <laughs> I'm not as good as the minimalist mom. Or this other dude, Fumio Sasaki. This guy, Fumio Sasaki, he he got his TV out of there. He got everything out of there. See, this is the thing. I love my TVs. I you love leave my homes. That's fine. So, because I think about this all the time, I'm like, well, you know, I don't. Uh, it, all this space, maybe I don't need it, but I love this place. So, well, this then is you the keep thing. it. But don't clutter it up. That's all. Just because you have a lot of space, his point of view is don't clutter it up. Empty it out a little bit. Make it, You'll enjoy it. You'll have more room. You don't need yeah, things. Yeah, but then people start sending you gifts at Christmas time, which are always stuff you really don't need. See, Fumio Sasaki, he lives in Japan, Tokyo. And he says, I now think of the city as an extension of my apartment. When I feel like doing work, he has a computer. When he feels like doing work on a computer, he'll go to a park or he'll go to a restaurant that lets you sit there all day. He'll have coffee. So he says, I have, mm -hmm. he says, I don't have a couch. I don't own a couch, but I go to this one cafe. They let me sit on their couch. It's a beautiful couch. So he starts to look at the whole universe as, as his, his home. As his home. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, I went berserk. I don't know if I can do that. I want I you know, to try doing that. Oh, I ain't doing that. <laughs> But I went berserk getting rid of some stuff. Well, I I'll know one of the tricks is, like, a friend of mine once taught me how you do clean a closet. You take all the stuff and put it on your bed. That's right. And you got to get your bed clear before nighttime. Well, <laughs> so I'll you tell you the will benefits. get it off your bed. I'll tell you the benefits. I went to get dressed yesterday. I saw Now I only have, like, five shirts. I looked at the <laughs> shirts, and I went... Those are all the shirts I like. I can pick any one of these, throw it on, and I'm in business. It is liberal. I must have thrown out 50 shirts, all sitting there doing nothing but clogging up the good ones that I like. Right. I'll tell you, I'm a happy man. 
I'm a happy man. Donna, and it brings you happiness. Finally, figured out the key. Throw all your shit away. <laughs> Donna, go ahead. Howard? Hi. Hi, Howard. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm talking to you. I love you. Robin, I love you, too. I'm going through the same thing with the decluttering, and I think it's like the opposite of when women supposedly go into a nesting mode before they have a baby, right. where they start fixing things up. I think we're getting ready to die, and we don't want to leave our kids with a bunch of crap nope, to take that care ain't of. it for me. That is not yeah. it for me. No, I just am getting a lot of pleasure out of just seeing the things that I really use and like and getting rid of all the clutter. And I got to tell you, I am turned on. I, so let you're me just add trashing it. it. Are you trashing it? No, 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 no. I gave uh, I gave some stuff to relatives. You know, people I know who have uh, my size, so they can mm -hmm. have some shirts. Um, uh, you know, none of. The, I mean, some of the stuff is legitimate trash. You wouldn't give it to anyone. Like, uh, I, I, it's just amazing. I, I threw out a bunch of books, but I didn't like destroy them. I, I had some friends. I said, "Would you like these books?" And some of them took some of them. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of thing. So you're cluttering up their houses instead. Fine. Or they, yeah, they can <laughs> do whatever they want. I know. You know, another thing, too, I realized people you're send me stuff. You're leaving me because I have a whole room of bookshelves that Get hardly have anything on them. And I keep saying I got to put something on them. No. No, no I no. won't. Oh, no, Howard, don't. Give her, In give fact, her your stuff. I'll send it <laughs> over to you. You can dare. fill up your shelf. But uh, like I even took um, I, I, I took out some books and uh, actually ripped out some of the pages to uh, use as uh decorations or collages in my um in my journal so uh it, it's very it's really great stuff and so i'm not all hung up on it anymore and uh oh, oh look who's on the phone fumio sasaki the guy who wrote really? the book the japanese he's here yeah, he's here right now yes mr sasaki what can How i do for you it? yeah why you no go further why you no do more why you have microphones Throw out now. <laughs> Throw, Throw out. out my microphone. Don't speak. Why you have a thread? Throw him out. Don't well, there you go. Fred, get out of here. Get out. Right. Get out. It is very freeing to get rid of all your stuff. I'm telling it you. Not all your stuff. Is, yes. It really is. It's great. And uh, like you talk about a shelf. Once I got rid of all the books... I had more room, and some of the shelves I don't put anything on, but maybe I'll put one thing on there. And now I go, oh, now I can see that thing. I can highlight it. Yeah, like well, I, I love recipe books. And so I bought a new one, and it just came in the mail. And then I looked at it, and I was, like, enjoying it. And then I was like, but then I have to keep it. <laughs> right. I would. You know what? You can get most recipes online. You know I know, but it's easier. I love the pictures. I love everything about right. a recipe. Well, but that's book. fine. So, so that's something that brings you joy. But there's probably 50 million books there that you could get rid I'll of. I'll probably do one or two of the recipes. That's the thing. See, I don't do every recipe in every book. Start out this way. This was the best advice I got. Throw out one thing a day. Okay? okay. Get rid of one thing a day. And then I guarantee you, You'll start. Throw, you'll throw out twenty things that day, but just one thing. Well, I have even in the vacation. Every once in a while, I saw something that really, you know, somebody sent me two different kinds of peanuts: one covered in chocolate, and one with that candied stuff all over it. And yeah. I don't like anything sweet with a peanut. 
But I had Brought put up. them on a shelf in the pantry. No. Ow. And I walked through there the other day and I said, get rid of that because yeah. you don't want it. You don't even like that stuff. That's called other people cluttering up your house. Now, yeah. Now, here's what this guy says. It's a good point. It's a, it's a philosophical point. Think about what you paid for your house or what you pay for rent or however you, you know, whatever your situation is. That stuff is living for free in your house and taking <laughs> up space. You should be charging right. that thing rent. It's um, annoying me, as a matter of fact. It's a bad tenant. Yep. Bad tenant. Yeah. And it's calling out to you. Every time you see it, you're going, oh, you motherfucker. Right. And it's and it's distracting you from thinking what's important. Holding on to it is, only because, well, somebody gave it to me. Every minute you're looking at those peanuts, you're not thinking about how to get a husband. So I need you oh, focused. Let right. me keep there the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, John, you're on the air. John. Uh, uh, Robert, I'll send you more peanuts, too. Forget the husband thing. Oof. <laughs> hey, First of all, uh, pleasure to speak to both of you. A long, long time listener. I love you both very much. So I agree with you guys on this whole minimalist thing. You know, my parents uh, are moving and downsizing their home, and I, I've come to a realization as well. You know, they live in a beautiful home, beautiful furniture, um, you know, kind of almost you would, I guess you would qualify them as like estate-type pieces. No one wants them. You know, I have right. my own home now. My brother has her own home. And it's, it's really, it becomes almost a sin and more wasteful to have these beautiful pieces of furniture, you know, go nowhere. And, you know, my wife and I are in the middle of doing some stuff to our house now, and it has even made me reassess what do we buy? Because the truth of the matter is, Howard, no one's going to want that stuff. No one's going to want it. And, and you know what you can do? You can take all that stuff and put it. They have all these auction sites. You can auction it off, and you make a couple of bucks. Give it to charity if, uh, if, you, if you're feeling... Uh, charitable that that's the thing so anyway i'm way into this thing and i'm you know i got something i want to throw out i'm afraid to tell my wife what she's gonna she's gonna blow her stack but i would get rid of it tomorrow really it's jimmy's picture (laughs) no 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 but i'll give you an idea like jimmy drew me once uh, speaking of jimmy he once drew me a picture of pig virus you know Uh uh-huh and I had it framed, and I had it sitting on a on a shelf. And I said, you know, as much as I love Jimmy, uh, and it's a good little painting he drew. It was his first attempt at watercolor. I said, every time I see Pig Virus's face, I get upset. I'm thinking about Pig Virus. And, you know, but I do like to see. So you know what I did? I took it out of the frame. I threw the frame away, and I made a little memory book. And I put the, the, the thing in there. And now it's all uh-huh. all these memories are just in one little book. All right. And so I the shelf got free. So I felt good. But I got this Howard, thing. I got it. I'm sorry. No, I'm telling you. I got this thing I want to throw away. I, in fact, I don't even want to throw it away. I want to send it to my sister. But I think my wife's going to get upset. But I would get rid of it tomorrow. What are you going to do about that? Because now you're going to be irritated yeah. by that thing every time you see it. Would you help me with this? If I get Beth down here, would you help me break oh, the news? Oh, no. no. You see, you always try to drag me into these things. <laughs> well, what, why are you here if you're not helping me? <laughs> it's your job to convince. Let, let, well, would you at least listen to the conversation and act as a mediator in some way? I will listen. And if I think I could Bye. add something, I will. Well, thank you. That, hey, that Howard, would be very helpful. I got helpful. another one for you. Go ahead. I saved, I saved 
when my kids were growing up, we saved every, and this is terrible to say, every dopey picture they drew, every everything that came home from school. We had Rubbermaid bins of stuff from them from, like, kindergarten through the fifth or sixth grade, and we were just doing some work in our basement. I had them go through it and say, all right, guys, listen, you're going to see every math test you ever took, every picture you drew home. Like, go through what you think is memorable for you that you may want to put, and we did. We created a memory book, just like you talked about Jimmy's yeah. picture, because otherwise you're stuck everywhere. That's nice. You know, my parents took all my shit and threw it out. Uh, I think they were the original. <laughs> they, they didn't they even consult me. <laughs> Let me call my wife and see if she'll come down. I'm going to tell her on the air. She's going to be. But I'm telling you, I have a reason I want to get rid of this stuff. Hey, honey. Hello. Hun, I'm on the air. Can you come on the air? Can you uh, come downstairs for a second? I just want to tell you something. Yes. All right. Thank you. Hey, She's Howard, gonna I'm going to run. Love you, love you. All right, later. She's going to blow love her you, stack. Well, let's She's see. See, sometimes you make up these things in your mind, and it stops you from acting, but that's not the reaction you're going to get. All right. I hope you're right. Maybe you're right. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. <laughs> It's 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 it shouldn't be a big deal, but we'll see. If I word it the right way to my wife, everything will be fine. If I you word it the wrong way, you think she has some kind of sentimental attachment to this thing? Yes, yes, uh. yes. And it's really well. Let's see. Oh, Robin, your friend who sent you the chocolate-covered peanuts is on the phone. Yes. <laughs> you didn't like the peanuts. Why didn't you say something? Why? 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 Yeah, you've upset another person. Oh, dear. Now, I bet you Beth's going to try and convince me to keep this stuff. You'll see. All right. All right. Well, did you tell her to read the book? Yeah. She, you see, she you see, this is the funny thing. She is a minimalist. If you go in her closet, she does. She gets rid of things. I never look at anything she throws out. I never lay uh -huh. a trip on her. Right. But when I throw stuff out, she gets upset with me. And I said well, to her, let me I, you ask said, you something about you. Do you tell her what you're doing? Yes, that's the problem. <laughs> she said to me, she saw me throwing out stuff. She goes, I want to review what you're throwing out. Wow. So put it put it outside your door here, outside your office, and I'll go through it. Oh, she how starts going you, through. It. How does she get away with getting rid of stuff and you not know it? But you thank can. you. <laughs> that's right. That, well, I, that's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, hi, honey. Wait here. Let me put your microphone on. Hi, sweetheart. Hi. Oh, you looking beautiful. She looks so cute. Uh, let me let me. I let don't me, think so. I don't. Uh, let me see if your mic's on. Is it? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, there you go. Do you want to sit down? There's a chair for That's you, my okay. love. That's okay. I'll stand. Should this be turned up? Or you no, know, just pick it up so it's near your mouth. Oh, I just broke it. Honey, I was you know. trying to turn it. Pretend it's my penis and uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> Honey, I would like to talk about my new... I can't hear anything. So just turn up the headphones. You have a little... Uh... Ah, yes, I my love. Oh, here we go. Yeah, sweet. Hi, Robin. Hello. But I think my wife always has a smile. That's why I, you know, I have, I'm always frowning, but my wife is always smiling. And uh, anyway, <laughs> just keep smiling when I tell you this. Oh, no. So, you know, I'm into minimalism now. Oh, I wanna, no. Yeah, what do you want to get rid of? I, there's something I want to throw out. Oh. 
Now, now, I do want to make a point. You should have seen the pile, Robin, outside his office yesterday. The, why are you Furniture not... is being dragged out. No. That, don't say that table. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, it's no, no, that's a table. Okay. I love that table. Don't you dare. You know why I love that table? Because it's empty now, and I have possibilities. I can stretch boards. What do we have to get rid of now? No, no I want to just clear this with you, because I do want to make the point. I just made this for Robin. You are a minimalist. I see how you live. When you're in your closet, you throw out stuff all the time. You give to charity. You'll, even your old clothing. If you're sick of it, you donate it to uh, different charities and things. I don't even know what you throw out. Do you know what I mean? Right. I know everything that you're up to. That's what I mean. How come <laughs> I, How come it's like that? I'm like, in why charge can't, of everything. I know. Why can't I throw stuff out? Because I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I know. I mean, I don't He's understand. afraid of me. He's I, afraid I, of I me. Don't, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> there was this big crystal thing in his yeah. office, and he's like, I'm getting rid of it, and I just bit his head off. I know. Why? What do you Getting rid of that. <laughs> but I explained to you, my love, I... What would bring me joy would be to be put a book, one of my art books down there. So I, I would look at that rather than the crystal thing. Okay. I, you know, I already found right. a spot for the crystal that we're not getting rid of. It's just right. going to we're, another we're, we're putting it in another. Meanwhile, all those clothes, should we do like a little sit, like a little charity thing? Well, there's but, like, there's like 60 or 70 items, but the belt and the leather coat, that good stuff of yours. Maybe I take what pictures and put it on my site and people can. Well, no, I don't, I don't want to. Uh, uh, for charity. Well, for, we're, we're going to do us. some. Tell, tell people it. what you're thinking of doing for uh, charity. Oh, I'm working on it now, actually. <clears throat> Honey, uh, <laughs> that's my uh, my full load. But wait, what do you want to <laughs> get rid of? What do you want to get All right, rid so of? Let, yeah, let's not get sidetracked with uh, charity right now. I. But let's get back to it because it's up and running on my site. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, so what I'm saying is. Throwing things out for me is turning me on now. But you throw out things all the time and you never clear it with me. But I would never even think to say to you, honey, you can't get rid of that. What do you want to get rid of? Okay. Get right to it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Stop the beating around the bush. <laughs> okay. I took pictures of you yesterday. What did I use? You used my cell phone. iPhone. Right. We take pictures now with an iPhone. Right. There was a point in my life that I was heavy into photography. The cameras that I have here in the house are now big, bulky. Hold so it. Can I do another shoot? No. Hold on. Let me talk. Okay. See, this is what I go through. All right. But go on. All right. Make All your right. case. All your cameras. No. Listen to me. I have a shelf that has five See, you're hyperventilating already. <laughs> I knew you would. Now, let me explain to you. I have five cameras there, right? My sister's into photography. I would love nothing more than to box those up and send How them to her. How about keep one? Well, hold on a second. See, this is what happens with my new minimalism. I'll I'm, keep it in my I'll keep it in my. No, closet. I don't want that. Because here's I want why. That. Here's why. Here's why I want to get rid of it. All of them. The ones here I want to get rid of. But and what if we need to do a shoot? Okay. I have other. Let's discuss this off. This is very boring for people. I'm really mad at you right now. Mad? This yeah. Is, this is my part. She gets mad at me for what I want to I'm get really rid of angry. them. Why? I don't oh, want to be dear. a photographer anymore. I, those those are old but cameras. What if, but what if I? What if we need to do a shoot for something? You for just, what? You know. All right. So I'll save one. How's that? One. That is a deal. That's a deal. See, 
and I will keep it in but my you, closet. How's that? You that's, want what, Robin? What, what? How great is that? But that's not getting rid of. Oh, you know what? I agree Put, that that's a good solution. She, yes. you don't even have to see them. She will take the one camera you're going to keep and put it somewhere where you can I, ask for it when or, or if you need it. Thank I want to be like Fumio Sasaki. <laughs> or why don't you just put them all in a pile and I will do whatever I want with them. I'll give you an example. One of those cameras was state-of-the-art. It was a, it's a little camera that you can take with you. You shoot around. I was going to shoot pictures for... Right. Uh, my iPhone does just as good a job. Get rid of that one. Just for, like, if we need a high-res pick for something. Uh, all right. Or okay. All right. If we had to take a picture of Helen for a charity poster or something. You know what I mean? Like, the, the iPhone is better. I know, not necessarily. Let's just keep one of your professional cameras. One. And I will keep it in my closet. Done. My friend who is a... You know who my friend, Doug Gordon, he is a professional photographer. He told me the iPhone is better than all those fucking cameras I have. He told me that. But let's just wait. We'll revisit mm-hmm. it in a year. And if we no. have not used that one camera in a year, then we can... All right. Okay. All right. I haven't used it in years. Okay, but... But you want one more year. One more year with one of them. Mm-hmm. See, that's what happens with but, my minimalism. But you've got a, a very workable compromise there, Howard. What's wrong with that? All right. Because, you know what? Everything is a battle with me throwing stuff out. Beth throws out <laughs> stuff night and day. Every second. I don't know how you... She does have her eye on you. You should see her desk. I Oh, she she watches me like a hawk. Why do you watch me like a hawk? Do you, do, do, I mean... You need it. I mean... <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I need it. I'm, but I'm trying to be independent. I'm trying to, like... Sometimes kinda... he catches me watching. <laughs> He's busy doing something, and I'm like, what is he well, up What to? are you busy with? You, I know, and you think it's funny and you and you but you tell me i go you're watching me and you're falling out of love with me she goes no this is why i love you but i don't believe her. it's heartbreaking is it you're heartbreaking what am i doing that's heartbreaking, you're just heartbreaking. What I, but it's name a thing that you, you just saw. get fixated on one thing and it's just you're all in and right now it's 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 minimal it's just driving me crazy uh, but why would it drive you crazy? don't you want a house that's clutter free do you you get our house doesn't have enough in it. No. That's how I wrong. look at this. My room, I mean. My room needs Your room, there's nothing. You can, it's echoes when you talk. But you know what's so happy in my closet now? I went to get dressed and I looked around and I go, those are the three shirts that I like to wear. There all those, are literally all those, three. Yeah. I poked my head into your closet because yeah. I knew you were busy on the You were busy cleaning it out yesterday and I saw the piles. Honey, there's no clothes in there yeah, anymore. I don't need clothes anymore. I'm a minimalist. <laughs> Who I'm wants Howard's clothes? I have a whole. <laughs> you should see my wife. You talk about, by the way, I'll tell you something that I'm worried about you about. You know what her, her eating, you know what she had for lunch yesterday? What? Listen to this and look at her body. This is why I'm going nuts. She had cauliflower puffs, which are basically <laughs> potato- cauliflower. Cauliflower. There no, no, there's no cauliflower puffs. in it. They're puffs like cheese doodles. Yeah, oh, I had cheese yeah. doodles. And she goes, look, she goes, it's cauliflower. I go, you're eating like a, a five-year-old. It's ridiculous. And then what did you have for dessert? Tell Robin. Oh, my gosh. They were these vegan chocolate chip mini cookies. A little individual package. A whole bag she went for. Uh, yeah, it was just an individual. Wow. But what are you eating in between, Beth? I don't know Nothing. if there's any Nothing. substance in your diet. No. Nothing. No. no. She's, she's just destroying herself, but she looks great. Well, I did have a few numbing incidents. Yeah. yeah. She had she had crazy health incidents recently, yeah. and the doctor even said you're not. She doesn't drink any water, right? 
And, right? Are you many, doing better with that, by the way? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> so I'm sitting in my office. She comes running in, right? She goes, honey, I can't feel my face. I can't feel my lips. I can't feel anything. She goes, and she started punching herself I in the face. I was punching myself in the oh face. I couldn't goodness. feel it. But it, after about, what was it, like a half hour, I got it all back. Well, I start, I'm you going, didn't I'm go calling. anywhere in that half hour. Oh, no, no, no. She goes, I go, I'm calling 911. No, you're not. <laughs> if my face went numb <laughs> for no reason, I'd have to go I get think it I was dehydrated. Out. Well, yeah, we talked, we actually spoke to Dr. Agus, don't ask. Yeah, I had tests done and everything. Yeah, she yeah. had. She, yeah, we, that was a while ago. That was like a month ago. Well, two well they wanted ago. you to get a scan, but yeah. uh, she won't do it. No. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't believe in it. She's tough as nails, but she got to drink water. Yeah. I think so I'm going to stop monitoring your water intake. That's I what you do. I, yeah. <laughs> I got the. Did you start watching her? Are you drinking? Where's your water? I, I got a chart. I got the Hobonichi Techo Cousins uh, um, journal with uh, with its own. Uh, uh, tracking system. I'm going to track how many cans of water she drinks a day. What's that? What water does you that drink? ring tell her when to drink? I know that's the or uh, what is this called? The aura ring. Ring should really tell me when to drink. Yeah, it should um, tell you um, when you need some water. The Spindrift water, I love. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm drinking. She can't drink water. She doesn't like it. I'm like one just, can a day. You got to drink more than that. Yeah. Anyway, how big is that, that can? Yet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I have never been more sexually compatible with a human being than my wife. That's what I'm saying. Yesterday was incredible, honey. I don't want to embarrass you. But just being with you in bed, I'm a happy man. I don't need anything else. I'm not making cameos when I'm with you. I'm not sitting there uh, <laughs> getting on my phone. I'm not watching baseball. You're not watching baseball. <laughs> he texted me and invited me to the fantasy suite. I did. <laughs> in the I said, afternoon. I said, oh, I don't want to turn you on. I said, I'm laying here nude in the fantasy suite. <laughs> and she said, well, I, I need some time. I go, okay, prepare yourself. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this. So, you know, um, I painted this um, uh, painting of um, my cat, Helen Rose, mm -hmm. uh, in a sneaker. Beth sold a bunch of shirts. And all, all the money went to her charity, uh, Beth's Furry Friends. Foundation. Foundation. Um, and uh, it's all for saving animals and stuff. But... Um, you know, we were watching a sad story. The Ukraine, forget about the Ukraine. It's a fucking mess. But, yeah, uh, it's a you know, it's uh, just horrible. One of the side issues, too, people are being blown out of their homes and they, they're leaving their pets. And, you know, the, it's so sad. Yeah, you can't people, take your pet to a shelter when there's hardly any room for people or the, so, and their children. And so, there's a there's a problem now with a lot, a lot of the charities that people are donating to to help with the people with their animals where the money's about to get frozen so i'm hearing a lot i'm doing a ton mm. of research so i am putting up the helen rose t-shirt which is your watercolor a copy of howard's watercolor it's a cute color. shirt but these are long sleeves long sleeve yeah. and um, yeah. um and i'm gonna do uh 100 percent of the proceeds of those shirts on beth's furry friends are going to pet love foundation petco foundation i think it's called pet love where they can hundred, they assure me that they can get the money to the the right. people in Ukraine to for their animals. So uh, yeah, so there's only five hundred of these shirts, but I thought no, I think I mean, we got uh, they just gave us more. So oh, they I did. Think we have oh. about twelve hundred, and mm. then a link to donate um, directly. Oh, and nice. I can promise you that that money will get to the families um, with their pets to help them either 
reunite or keep them safe until they can or to help the shelters to they're in need of the animals that are in there yeah we go nuts because uh we think about what what people are going through and it's horrible you know and and, and then pictures, and i was uh, we were watching some woman being interviewed something about she goes my dog is still and it was just horrible it's just mm-hmm. horrible what does fucking uh putin is doing you hear an asshole. If you hear an asshole, flying one plane yeah. and he's if not you, carrying, marching through the country, the Russian people are doing that. If you see one asshole saying Putin's a genius, tell him to go fuck himself. I don't want to hear. But it. I'm saying if they're talking about war crimes with Putin, they should be talking about war crimes with the people who are perpetrating or carrying out his orders, just like they did with the Nazis in World War II. There you go. Now, let's get back to something important like my cameras. Now, yeah. I think we throw those up. <laughs> BethsFurryFriends.com. BethsFurryFriends.com. It's a really cute, cute shirt, too. And I love that. That's why, that's why I did the shoot of Beth yeah. running around yeah. yesterday in her in her shirt all sexy. I'm always wearing my <laughs> bikini with the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. You look I'll good. I'll post one of those. After the shoot, I was. that's when I went into the fantasy. That's suite. when yeah. you, got, you were all sexed up. I was all boned <laughs> up. So gross. I'm going to get in shape for you, too, by the way. I've decided. All my clothes, the reason I got rid of them, they don't fit because I got that belly now. Oh, they're going to fit then. So they're gonna should fit. I keep them? No, get rid of them. I'm, 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 just call me Fumi Sasaki. Fumio Sasaki. I don't like those <laughs> clothes on my best furry friends for Ukraine. No, don't sell my clothes. That's creepy. Just give them to our, our you, you know, your brothers <sighs> love my stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Send them to your, your brothers. I know, but the, a couple of those shirts are not well, for them. Whenever I see your brothers, I go, "Hey, you look good." And I go, and I go "Where'd you get that shirt?" They go, "You gave it." It looks very familiar. Yeah, it looks. Did you? Where did you get that? Why you got? Why you have that? Um, God. You look good. Do I? Yeah. You look good. I didn't primp before my appearance. You look really good to me. I don't know how somebody who eats what you eat looks good. I don't, it's not, you don't, I don't get it. I'm sitting here with this fucking Mediterranean diet. You love it. I love well. it, but what, me, I, everything I eat is perfect. I got a belly that looks like a job at a hut, and, you, and you're walking around. And she's the one sexy. with the healthy glow, right? <laughs> yeah, she's got the healthy glow. I look like I'm in the, <laughs> the, in the morgue. Somebody tried to throw dirt on me the other day. Walking. <laughs> I don't get it. I said, what a shitty, in a way, it was, it's always nice to have, you know, free time with you, but with my parents, mm-hmm. all messed up, man. It's been really rough. And you know, I'm a drag now around you, I feel a lot. Because no, I'm, I'm busy no. every minute with doctors. I'm there for you. I'm there for you. For I know that. you are. Yeah. It's oh. been horrible. It's been horrible. My parents really have declined, like, like and you want to know the truth? Here's the truth, my friends who all think COVID's over. Yeah, this over. is the reality. Here's the bottom line. Tell them we were with them a week before. Okay. Tell that. All right. So, my parents got COVID. And this is a, going back this a couple of months. This I could not believe. Yeah, well, I'll tell you how they got. I used to call my mother every fucking day during the pandemic. Mom, you got to be careful about COVID. You got it. You can't go. You got to wear... What are you saying? You're scaring me. You're terrifying me. Right? Wouldn't she start yelling and at me? And she hung up on you. I hung up on you. Oh. Me. Listen, I'm doing the best I can with what I can do. Who is uh, 
It's how it is scaring me. Raise up a home. <laughs> right? That's exactly what I you even look like them. <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get into character, honey. I fully commit when I oh act. <laughs> Hold up, that's how it. So we visited them prior to their. Yeah, yeah. So before they had COVID, they were doing just fine. And I mean, yeah. amazing. We yeah. had the best visit with them. But wow. they didn't. My mother, you know, God bless her, but like she wants, she's a boss. You know what I mean? She doesn't want, she hears what she wants to hear. So I say to her, you have to wear a mask in this situation. You go to the double. I'm doing it as much as I can, you know, whatever. So they got COVID. I know how they got it. Mm. They get it. My mother thought she was dying. It was horrible. She called me to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, you should have heard. Yeah. Yeah. You should have heard these fucking calls. Wow. Wow. And I, uh, yeah. So I was like, "Mom, you got a sore throat. You can tough this up. You'll you'll get through it. You know, whatever." My father, he he had minimal difficulty. Although I did have to send him to the ER because he kind of, I think he got dehydrated and passed out. Mm. But um, he was fine. He checked out fine, and he got through it pretty pretty well. And my mom, eventually, like two weeks later, she got better. When I say better, she was like back to her old crabby self, you know? And then, what would you say, hon? Like a couple of days later, all of a sudden, she got what they call brain fog. She was confused. Pain everywhere. I'd say, where's your pain? Pain everywhere. Back. Back. And then all of a sudden, it was in this area and that area and, you know, everywhere in the body. Because there is long-term effects of COVID with some people. And not just old people. And um, no, I have and, young friends who talk about brain fog, and they can't remember what they're saying in the middle of saying it. And they yeah, say, "Oh, that's friend, my COVID brain." They're still we, complaining about it. Mm-hmm. We have a friend who uh, said they um, they they never got their sense of taste and smell back now mm. for months. You know, so okay, um, that's bad enough. So then my mother went into rapid decline. And then all of a sudden now my father, because she's she she had to be in the hospital for for days on end. And uh, oh, my God. Now he's like, I don't know, really confused. He's confused out of it. She's confused. It's really they're not the same. They're not the same. So I'm desperate to get them sort of back to where they're miserable. Just regular (laughs) miserable. Miserable would be like a raising of their spirit. Yes. Well, like even the doctor said to me, look, we we don't know that we can get her back to, um, you know, like having like a happy life where she's playing tennis or something. But uh, I said, if you could get her back to being miserable again, then, I'll, then I can handle it from there. Well, we can't even get her to miserable, right? No, she's not even like she's not brushing her hair. She's not. Right. She's not. Her, not this, she's just not the same. It's she's not taking. Really... Yeah, she's not taking care of herself. Yeah. I, uh, I go, mom, you got to brush your hair. I'm doing the best I can. All right. You can't even yell at my mother. She yells right back at you. Well, I don't Didn't know. Didn't you tell I'm me she do. threw you out? <laughs> yeah. I go there to take care of her. She goes, What are you doing here? I go, I'm here to because you're you're miserable. 
Go home. <laughs> Go home to your wife. She didn't like your hair when when you visited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then one time she. What are you growing a beard? <laughs> oh, mom, that's called scruff. Scruff. What is what is that scruff? Scruff. What? Who are you talking to? How it has scruff? What? <laughs> what does he have? Scruff. I don't know what that is. If you don't shave, what? If you don't shave, what? If you don't shave, you have scruff. Now, that, that, that? is exhausting. <laughs> it's exa- everything is exhausting. I got to get out of here. I just want to throw out my camera. All right. I'll vote one. And it's one year later. We will readdress. Thank God for you, though. I'm in love with you. You know, we've been together how many years? 20? I don't know. We don't even know. I think it's 20. You don't even I, remember anymore. We don't know. <laughs> I was 26, turning 20. We met in May, and I was 26. And I was 30. There you go. Right. And I'm turning oh, 50 this year. Can you believe that? Now he's, I've never been he's with a 50 year old. You. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never been with a 50 year old. I love it. I like older women. That's amazing. <laughs> Listen, if I get like my parents, yeah, you're gonna have to do me in. <laughs> you and you're gonna have to. You're Robin gonna, will do it. Robin will do it. She'll put the pillow. Well, on I was face. telling him about an article I read where this woman who's been madly in love with her husband they found each other after you know first marriages weren't working been together 15 happy 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 years and then he discovered he had alzheimer's oh that's and he horrible. started to suffer the effects and he said to her look i do not want to be that you know because they were studying what right. could happen to you with alzheimer's and he said, you know, I do not want to get to that point where I don't know where I am, who I am, what I am, and I don't yeah, recognize horrible. anybody around me. And so they went on an exhaustive search to find out how he could end his life legally and on his own terms. And they wound up in Europe at some in some other country because our laws are so screwed up. And uh, when he started to really um, decline... They, he said, this is the time because I can tell I'm not going to be holding on much longer. Yeah, my and, mom was like that. My mom yeah. was like, she was like, she goes, I want to die. I want to die. And I go, okay, mom, you want to die? What? I go, you want to die? That's right. I go, listen, I think they got people that you know take care of that kind of thing i was shocking her into um you know yeah. coming back to life and she goes she goes what i go i go they <laughs> got people there are people who you know they they take care of that i don't want that i want i want god to kill me i go god god's busy god's busy See, in the well, ukraine what that means is she doesn't want to do it yeah, right. God to kill me. God, Please. she's waiting for God. I go, well, God, God, you think God? I said, here's the sad thing. God can't find you for some reason. <laughs> God's busy. You're fine. She could come back. I told you, you're coming back. I always say the greatest gift that we can give our animals is if they're in pain or in decline, yeah. that we can give them the gift of, um, we can euthanize them. But right. we just won't, 
we see well, our family suffering be... and declining and we can't do anything yeah. about it. Something yeah. to be being a dignified outcome, you know, to well, you a know whole what? life. And this woman actually had to be with her husband while he was given a, you know, a deadly cocktail. And you she ushered him out of life. And she said it was the hardest thing she'd ever done. But she knows that was his wish. It was the way told, he wanted to do it. I told Beth the other night, if I get like that at some point in my life, you feed me to the alligators on the Bubba the Love Sponge show. He's Alive, got a whole, she's got, yeah, he's she's got, got an alligator stop. pit. Just you throw me in there. You don't want to do that. <laughs> That's right. Take a little something anyway before you dive in. Anyway, I am so drained from, you know, right? Every minute on vacation. We didn't have a vacation, really. It was busy with my parents and uh, me throwing stuff out. Yeah. You know what it is? I have a psychological reason for me throwing stuff out. I feel like I'm so burdened by everything that it feels good to get some weight off my shoulders. Do you think you're going to regret any of these things that no, you're throwing out? No, I already am happy. You know what? I swear to you, throwing stuff out is giving me happiness. When I looked at my closet this morning, I was like, oh, there's all my stuff that I love, that I know fits. Okay. I didn't feel like a fat fuck, you know? Yeah, as you're going past all the clothes you can't get into. <laughs> yeah, it's a waste of time. And you want to know something? If I get into shape again. You'll buy new ones. I'll buy some clothes. Right. That's it. Or maybe That'll not. That would be fun. Styles you know what I want to do? You know what I said? Yeah, he's wearing the same. I said, exactly. You know what I want to do? I want to tell you something. I looked at my clothes. I know what I like. I like simple. I like a jacket, black shirt, black pants. I want to be like Steve Jobs. You're going to have a uniform. uniform. I want to get five of the same exact things, and I'll just wear that every day. And if my wife well, likes it. Can, I know, but we can. It's freezing in here. By I way. know. What is going on? You have a <laughs> scarf on and I have leather a, jacket. I know. I'm wearing earmuffs. Yeah. Here, take my jacket. Put no, it no, on. No, 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 I'm, I'm going yeah. up. I'm Come going on. Up. Do I look all right? Yeah. What did I just say? Uh, I wanted to hear it again. You that's all. Very, very <laughs> handsome. Am I handsome to you, you still? You look good nude, too. I did? Yes. You're lying now. I'm telling you. When was this? You have a nice Le little tan. You, yeah? You look good. Peen look nice? I didn't get to look at it. That's right. You sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to disguise it. I'm like the the, seven, you know, the dance of the seven veils. I know how to hide what's my weak spots. <laughs> really? I look good? Yeah. Yeah. How can that be? I'm attracted to you. I look in the mirror. I say, how does this beautiful woman look at me? And want me and desire me. Thank, Thank goodness God. she doesn't feel about you the way you do. Whew. Oh my God! If she, if you could see me through my eyes, you would leave. You would head for the hills. <laughs> we're so different. Yeah, but you don't like the way you look either. When we get into bed and we're about to make love, you go, "I look horrible," and I go, "No, I look more horrible." This is the, our foreplay. <laughs> no, you do this thing where you grab my, like my accent, like my. No, I grab your ass when I yeah, when I you, when I reach excitement and level. You kind of like do a little twist, and I feel like, oh, you're grabbing. Oh, my honey, chub. No, I'm grabbing oh. that ass of yours because I'm turned on. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh. but I like touching it. It turns me on. What do I do to get a boner? I go grab your ass. I'm an ass man. I realize. No, but in the heat of passion, you twist. What? My... I twist your 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 fat. <laughs> so what? I like it. You don't have any fat. I'm just. I, I'm passionate. 
Robin, wouldn't you like me to twist your 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 uh, your ass when I uh, when I when I'm passionate? I don't you know. Love that. Oh, it's not. It's does not make you feel good. Really? All right. I'll take it out of my repertoire. All right. All right. What do you think? Okay. I love you. I'm going to wrap up the show and I'm going to go be with you. And I'm going to go prepare my cheese puffs for lunch. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> What's I know the name what I'm of the charity? Where do we go? Oh, thank you. Bethsfurryfriends.com. All right. Helen Rose T will be there. And I'm going to say for the next two weeks from today, any donations um, coming on Beth's Furry Friends will go. I promise you will get to the families in Ukraine for their pets. All right. I like that. Thank you. There's people in your poor people. Oh, I can't even watch the news anymore. Humanity like, itself should be. Uh, I, I, my love, let me kiss you goodbye. My God, am I a lucky man? Should watch. be disgusted you know? with itself about the Ukraine because we just sit here and we can't figure out how to stop it because that asshole has nukes. Well, I was going to do the fan, but let me see what time it is. Quick fan mail. How's that? No, okay. get out of here. Actually, I see already the doctors are calling me. Who's calling? Oh, no. The doctor. Yeah, every day. He's fucking crazy. Ugh. I try to get him between doctor calls. Really yeah, I know. Calls. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'm talking to Robin. I go, Robin, I got to go call the doctor. <sighs> I just want my parents to be comfortable. Just comfortable. That's, all I'm, that's what I'm going for. Comfortable. Old age is a fucking nightmare. That's what I'm seeing. Hey, tomorrow John Stewart's here, and uh, he John. was doing. A yeah, John's got a show now once a week, and uh, yeah, I'm glad I he's see coming it on. On what is it? On, on Apple Netflix? Plus, I think. No, Apple Plus. Prime. I'm telling you, on? Apple Plus. You're ignoring. Oh, me. it's Apple Plus. I see it. I think. Don't know where I am. <laughs> it's good. Um, you know, he's good at that, and. He was doing a. Well, I'll talk to him tomorrow about it. Let me let me just tell you what the fans because we were gone for two weeks. People wrote in; they enjoyed hearing Courtney Cox. You know who people like? Rooster, Rooster. Oh, and Rooster's there. Hey, Rooster, you were a big hit. People wrote in about you. Hey, I appreciate it. I've been sitting here listening to the show. Man, it's been a roller coaster of a day. <laughs> Has it ever? Has it ever? I, I can relate to a lot of it. Uh, I I, I mean. I mean, the, the, the world, God created one woman who could give massive blowjobs, and this guy broke her. I mean, uh, <laughs> he, a, he had one job, and, and he broke it. I mean, and then I can relate to you with the, uh, some people call it being frugal, but I call it minimizing. Um, when I had a job in the prison, uh, we had uniforms. I cut it down to three. Our kids had uniforms for school. We cut it down to three. We washed once a week. We minimized everything. And between October and November, I had all my kids that are getting ready for Christmas. They're going to get new toys. I said, hey, man, y'all go get this stuff to, to uh, either to group homes or to, to uh, uh, less fortunate kids or let's clean up what you can. Give it to the fire department. Let them re-gift them. And yep. it allowed them to make space for the new items they were getting. And something good came of it. So that feeling that you're getting of um, the sensation of getting rid of stuff, we experienced that in the South on a on a daily. Let me so tell you something. I, I, and then I when your kids get rid of when your kids get rid of shit, now they got a big area they can play in, 
Yeah. They get happy. Yep. And 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 they look forward to that. Uh, I started it at a young age. My dad did it for me, and I started it so that giving nature may rub off on them. Now, uh, I, I can't say that to be so for, like, tools and, and really, really man items that, that my boys, uh, they're, they're grown up now. They got jobs. They really need tools. They used to come and get everything from dad. Oh, I'm just going to let dad store the tools. I'm going to go get them when I need them. So their tools and their work stuff, they, they kind of pack rats on and, and they keep that. But their everyday items, the things that you think, well, I'm going to hang on to that. I may need it. When you don't really need it, cut it out. Get rid of it. Well, let me change the topic for a minute because you got a lot of fan mail here. A rooster. Really? Yeah. Rooster, who's a truck driver and former corrections officer in the South. Um, you know, he called in two weeks ago with his strong opinions about the quality of McDonald's breakfast in the morning right. versus at night. Yep. And and the audience was really happy that Rooster called in. They were very fond of him. Uh, uh, here's Rooster uh, two weeks ago with his big call that sort of generated a lot of McDonald's this McDonald's was serving 24-hour breakfast. Now you ask yourself, how can you fuck that up? You make the same thing by formula, but if you go at 5 o'clock in the morning and order it, the breakfast is superb. It's great. But McDonald's at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and you order the same breakfast, it's all screwed up. Uh, the fans wrote, more Rooster. He's radio gold and had an odd charm about him. Rooster is great. I have to uh, find him on TikTok. There's nothing better than a Southern boy who cares more about local issues than trying to solve the world's problems. Uh, thanks to Wolfie for finding Rooster. Will he be joining the WAC Pack? Uh, one fan was happy to see what Rooster looked like. Thanks for posting pics of Rooster on HowardStern.com. He's like a more bizarre-looking Marfan Mike. Hmm, interesting. But the fans like you. In fact, um, John Hyde came on the air and backed Rooster up on his opinions about McDonald's breakfast being much better in the morning. Uh, whenever John starts talking yeah. about fast food, the fans always need to weigh in. Tell John, tell John Hyde Chick-fil-A is overtaking the French fries market. Has John Hine tried the menu at Dairy Queen? It actually is pretty impressive, but the drink is extra, which sucks. Do you are you a Dairy Queen guy, Rooster at all? I, I am. They there's a new one that started up right uh, in the town next to me in Lafayette, Louisiana, and Dairy Queen has come a long way. And where we're at is six dollars for the value meal, and you get a dessert at the end. So. Yes, Dairy Queen has came a long way, and uh, I am kind of a uh, up and coming Dairy Queen connoisseur. Is uh, Chick Fil A overtaking the French fry market? I don't think so. I love Chick Fil A's religious beliefs, but their food sucks. Oh, that's the first time I've heard that. Their food sucks. Uh, I, I, and, and, and like I said, I respect the fact that they're closed on Sunday. Um, I, I support their religious beliefs, but their food sucks. I, I don't like any, I mean, I, I've tried, my kids have tried to get me to eat there. The food is bland. I, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. Let me find out from John Hine. John, I remember, uh, from your book, you would gave high marks to Chick-fil-A. Right. 
uh, Rooster, who's a bit of a connoisseur himself, says, uh, you're absolutely wrong. What do you say? Yeah, I have the opposite opinion of Rooster when it comes to this. Uh, I don't respect a lot of what Chick-fil-A stands for, frankly, without the food. But I do think they've got a great chicken sandwich and very good waffle fries and an excellent cookies and cream shake. Waffle fries. Well, now maybe, now maybe I can learn something here. I don't know. Maybe I'm not um, knowing exactly what they stand behind and educate me if I fall a little short. I just thought that they were... Uh, Christian and Bible believing. I didn't realize that they may they may have views I don't even know about. Yeah, they're they're closed on Sundays out of respect to going to church, and they've always done that. And frankly, they pass up a ton of money doing that because you know, Rooster, it's football Sunday, and people would go to Chick Fil A and load up on food. But a lot of people feel that way about their religious beliefs. But they've also in the they're past come the out being. Of- They've been very strongly uh, anti-gay and uh, not very supportive of causes. Well, they got that... homosexuals working at the one where in Lafayette. And that's what surprised me. I went through the drive-thru one day. My, uh, my daughter was hanging out with me. And, and obviously, when you're taking your daughter and you're hanging out, you got to eat what she wants to eat. So I rolled through there, and there's Flaming George serving food through the drive-thru window. And wow. I'm thinking, Layman wow. George, is that his name? Or yeah, how do you yeah. identify him as homosexual? <laughs> no, he was he was very clear. I mean, Stevie Wonder could tell how homosexual this guy was. <laughs> I mean, well, there you go. Was not, he was not, uh, he wasn't bashful about it at all. And I mean, and I thought to myself, wow, you know, they, 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 they sound so outspoken about their beliefs. And then here it is. You know, Flamin' George is serving a chicken sandwich. Is that on his name tag, Flamin' George? <laughs> it, it should have been, you know, because I yeah. almost broke out the, the extinguisher. I mean, and grant you, I have nothing against that lifestyle at all. You know, I just, I just found it ironic that they want to speak out against it, and then they go and accept the man's work and labor. And because to me, when you put on a uniform, you represent the person of the uniform you put on. So if you was anti something, you wouldn't want that to represent you if you anti that. So do you yeah, think uh, if Flaming George got a blowjob from Debbie to come lady, do you think <laughs> that uh, he would come or would he just go soft? i tell you what, uh, I, I, I listened to that earlier and, and I'm on cameo myself. And, and and I make I make a good living at it. I could have bought the lady a sandwich. I'd have even offered to pay a meal. I mean, you could have put Tom and Jerry on there, and that dude should have came. I mean, I I just <laughs> with the woman of her expertise, she brought a lot to the table. Well, and, well, and Rooster yeah. and John, let me let me get back to this one last comment from the fans. Uh, what are John Hines' thoughts on checkers? The fries, sandwich, and burgers are unreal. I don't even know from checkers. Uh, do you guys know about this, Rooster and John? Ooh, ooh, ooh. now you're getting in my wheelhouse. Checkers and the fast track are uh, pretty much the same. Those seasoned fries are to die for. Really? Yes. Uh, John, checkers. fries are as well. Curly yeah. fries, checkers, do you, do you evaluate them? 
Yeah, Checkers is down and dirty. It's a mostly dry. It's mostly a drive-through place. You can't. It's not like a. There's a lot of room to sit at a Checkers if you want to eat there. But they've got pretty, you know, greasy burgers and uh, and fries, and it's uh, it's very popular in the South, actually. Uh, but it's, it's definitely close, worth a worth a worth a spin. It's as close to a mom and pop fast food, old school Sonic as you can get. They not as they not as um. I don't want to say commercialized. They're not as corporate as, say, you go into a McDonald's, you're going to get the exact same sandwich no matter where you're at. When you go there, it's almost like you're at a uh, male's diner and there's an old greasy dude with a T-shirt on in the back flipping it. I mean, it's an actual greasy hamburger. Hmm. you got to find the right one, too. Rooster makes a good point, Howard. A lot of times, even though these are franchises, the the owners do it a little bit differently. If you find Rooster Kirk, if I'm wrong, but you find like yeah. a really good Checkers, you're going to be going back there a lot. Uh, is it yeah. true that Checkers did not do well in New Jersey? That it wasn't successful. Checkers does better, and I think Rallies is the other name for it. It does better in the South than it does up here. But there's still some in New York. There's one a few miles away from me that's a drive through. It does okay. All right, fair enough. Well, anyway, but, but, Rooster, yeah, I, you I are a hit. The, the owners and the, the the franchise, when the owner has a little bit of influence to the menu or if they listen to their clientele, if, like, say, uh, Sonic used to have the brown bag special. You get two burgers, two fries, two drinks for nine ninety nine. Well, they, they cancel that out, but it's still on the menu. So if you go there, the manager has the ability to price that and sell that to customers well i don't like burger king so when we my wife and i we when we when we do frequent uh, uh a fast food place i can call the manager and say hey man it's me again i want the uh brown bag with the for 9.99 grant you, i get it but it's because i frequent there and the manager has to say so to uh honor that mean you are not so it, it helps uh-oh Hold on, excuse me for a second. Someone's at my door. Oh, it's George Takei, the famous uh, gay icon from Star Trek. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, originally they called me Flaming George because <laughs> is that I right? gave red hot blowjobs. <laughs> well, well, maybe he could have got Eric to come. Maybe you could have done the job, uh, George. Why do they call you Rooster? Are you known for your big cock? <laughs> well, it, it, I'm known because this here cockadoodle. Cockadoodle. Uh, hey, cock uh, Rooster, I'm worried about you. Uh, th thank you, George. Yes, uh, George is flirting. Uh, oh my goodness, he's, he's always flirting. Thank you, George. Bye bye. Right, he had to go. He could have helped uh, Eric uh, be frugal. Uh, Rooster, I, I, I was worried about you. How often are you eating fast food? It sounds like that's all you're eating. Well, no, it used to be when I was driving truck from from Florida to Texas, from Texas to Louisiana, back to Florida. That was I was doing a lot of uh, uh, bad habit eating late at night, uh, old restaurants, fast food. But uh, I was 360 when I started my weight loss journey. I've had the gastric sleeve surgery, and I'm down to 280. And now oh. I'm way healthier now than I've ever ate. When you eat like that and you're a truck driver, you must have taken horrendous shits at truck stops. Am I correct? Horrendous. Oh. I'm talking, I could sh shit through a screen door 
and 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 not even uh, mess up the screen. <laughs> wow. You mean it was like loose? Oh, it was it was loose, looser than chocolate milk. Oh my! Wow! Goodness. Oh my goodness! All right, Rooster. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know you're a hit with the fans. Uh, John Hine, thank you. John thank you, Rooster. John has somebody to talk to. This is so amazing. You guys should. <laughs> you guys should just start a club or something. You and Rooster hey, could. I, I would love to be able to call back and 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 hammer things out. Well, you, you're certainly wise, and John, you respect this guy's opinion, don't you? I see you uh, kind of look at him with reverence. Howard, Rooster's put in more than 10,000 hours on this. He is definitely an expert when it comes to fast food. Very good. All right. And and, and maybe we can pick up next time with the horrendous shits you took at truck stops, because I have many questions <laughs> about that. Thank you, Rooster. Hey. There's Rooster. And John, uh, thank you. And I'm sure John's responsible for a few horrendous shits, too. Maybe not at truck stops. <laughs> He's not giving up uh, any stories, though. Real quick, uh, while we were on break, Gary celebrated his 61st birthday. Did you remember I to celebrate it? You're he was boy person. Gary. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I know. Did, did you send him a gift or anything for his birthday? I never remember people's birthdays. Oh, boy. Wow. Well, you always remember mine. That's all I care about. I remembered it. I sent him a nice gift. You're you good did. at this. Yeah, it was I did. an amazing gift. You're what did right. you get? You got me a bottle of Macallan 18, which is uh, ah. one of the premier scotches. And by the way, Robin, not too peaty. Not yeah, I said to him, huh? I sent him a note. I said, Gary, I hope this isn't too peaty. <laughs> and, you had, and, I, and I had your name put on the bottle. Oh, I didn't even open it up. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that. man. He hasn't open it up. opened. You haven't tried you it. You haven't taken it out of the case. It comes in a case. Oh, okay. So, so right. that's good to know. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Happy birthday to Gary. He takes a lot of crap. But to me, he's a real MVP, this fan writes. Hope he got a chance to slow down and enjoy the day. Did you enjoy the day, Gary? I did. I was with my family. So I got, it was, it was a rare time that I could be with everyone in my family because everyone's scared. Wow. Happy birthday, Gary. Thank you for the years of entertainment. Um, well, happy belated birthday, 61. Yeah, I know. I know. On March 14th, <laughs> 1961, a living legend was born, this fan writes. The great Gary Delabate was brought into this world. I was wondering if Gary's mom saved his first baby tooth it's probably worth millions today it's almost like it's um, probably elephant bigger ivory. than gary is <laughs> yeah in, fa in fact we saw gary's baby tooth and they made i think a whole chess set out of it uh, out of uh and it's very they could valuable carve a whole chess set out of it yes and uh, marianne from brooklyn's i saw sent you a sweet message on social media as well that was very happy nice birthday of her. to you happy birthday dear gary happy birthday to you very sweet of Gary her to say is that. Kind, loyal, generous, and he's the best team player on the Stern Show. Love you, Gary. Hope all your birthday wishes come true. Isn't that nice? All <laughs> Wendy. I need is for Gary to have a great birthday. Love you. Very nice. Also, uh, Wendy, the slow adult. Did you know she recorded a birthday message for you? Did you hear it, no. Gary? It's no, uh, it's fabulous. <laughs> it's fabulous. Here it is. <laughs> Hey, this is Wendy Slow Adult. Happy birthday, Gary Delibonte. Some people say you don't do shit, but I just saw you talking to the guys in the back and eating chocolate, and that's something. So keep up the good work. Birthday, boy. It sounds like that's from wow. the Wendy audio book. <laughs> well, I know. If the message sounds a little choppy to you, it's because we had a hard time getting Wendy to <laughs> properly pronounce Gary's name. It Delibonte. was not easy. 
I'll give you some behind the scenes of the making of that message. Happy birthday, Gary Delabate. Happy birthday, Delabate. Gary 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 Delabate. Baba Booey. Baba Bowie. Baba Fooey Pooey. Booey. Pooey Poopy Booey. Delabate Bonte. Bonky Wonky Wonka. Willie Monkey Wonko. By the way, I think she's a, a person who's also responsible for horrendous shits at truck stops, but I can't be sure. Um, I very, like to thank her nice. for calling me a monkey on my birthday. That's a funny thing to be called a monkey by Wendy. I love her. We also had a ton of uh, happy birthday, Gary. Thank uh, you. We had a ton of great vacation programming on the channels while we were off. If we while we were off, if I do say so myself. The fans enjoyed some of the musical guests, Robin, that we featured over the two weeks yes. we were away. Uh, Howard, thanks for replaying Metallica's 2021 appearance. I rolled up to my office with a scratchy throat after screaming along to Sad But True, and I regret nothing. I was listening to the repeat of Miley Cyrus with Metallica, and it just blows my mind what an incredible voice she has. Um, and so on and so forth. Uh, the Brandy Carlisle. Uh, Howard, it doesn't get any better than Brandy Carlisle performing live. I could listen to her appearance over and over again. Howard was right. My chills have chills. You better get your coat, dear. Looks like a rain. Come again And finally, the wrap-up show took things up and combined the Sternthology with the wrap-up show, and it became Rapthology, and the listeners thought it was cool to hear and analyze some of the great stories told by celebrities on the show. Howard, I was never a huge Joe Buck fan, but hearing the Stern Show appearances, including the A-Rod story you featured on Rapthology, have made me a fan. And uh, that was a whole thing that... Uh, you know, Yankee fans got mad at Joe Buck because they thought he was responsible for a freak injury to Alex Rodriguez, and uh, he went into that whole thing. Howard, I love Joan Rivers and miss her so much. Glad I got to hear her date gone terribly wrong story again. She was the best. Yeah, that was great. Joan uh, went on a date with an older guy, and she was pretty old herself. <laughs> and he keeled over and died in the middle of dinner. Yeah. And Joan, and Joan had to notify his family. It's one of the great stories of all time. And... uh well, anyway, it was good to hear from her. Howard, thanks for sharing Jamie Foxx's Prince story. His impression of Prince is fantastic. Yeah, that guy is some talent, that Jamie Foxx. He's another person you can talk to and he can imitate anybody you mention. Jamie saw Prince at a club in Vegas on December 31st, 1998, the eve of 1999. And then he had, they had a nice conversation. Jamie went into the whole thing and Jamie asked for a photo. And then Prince turned to him and said, uh, I don't do those. I don't yeah. do those. Yes. Chris didn't do a lot of things. Yeah, he had a very clear line. 
And uh, yeah, and and by the way, it was great to hear. I, I have to uh, second what the fans are saying. It was great to hear from John Lieberman. He's our former Howard 100 News reporter yeah. who hosted a raptology with Rasan. Here's John opening the first show. Just to remind you, there he is. The very talented Gary Delabate and the very talented John Hine have other things to do today. What they have to do, I'm not entirely sure, but <laughs> the powers that be at the Stern Show tried to find an equally go. talented fill-in host for this program <laughs> today. They failed in that endeavor, but instead <laughs> they went back into the history of the Howard Stern Show, the the way back, the annals of the Stern Show, and they found me. I'm John Lieberman. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Fans all wrote in. Love hearing John Lieberman back on Howard yeah. 101. Great banter between him and Rasan. Uh, John Lieberman on Raptology was just what I needed. Job Lieberman was awesome on Raptology. What a pleasant surprise. Yeah, good good journalist. Uh, certainly one of the highlights of the Howard 100 News. A year. legend. A legend. Here. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, anyway, Robin, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. John Stewart will be our guest and, uh, It'll be fun to see him. Always good to see John. Known him for a long time. Like me, he is a recluse. He doesn't leave. I don't think he leaves his place in Jersey ever. I don't know. We'll have to find out if he ever leaves. All right, Robin, I'll see you tomorrow.